Ton arrière-arrière-grand-père, il a défriché la terre. Ton arrière-grand-père, il a labouré la terre. Et puis ton grand-père a rentabilisé la terre. Puis ton père, il l'a vendu pour devenir fonctionnaire. Et puis toi, mon petit gars, tu sais plus ce que tu vas faire. Dans ton petit trou et demi, ben trop cher, frais de l'hiver. Il te vient des envies de devenir propriétaire. Et tu rêves la nuit d'avoir ton petit lopin de terre. Yes, sir. <rires> It's a whole good. storytelling, that, that, uh, that track that there. Track, yeah. good. What's yeah. that track? Uh, it's about like generation uh, here in, in, I think here in Quebec. No, it's talking about like our grandparents that work really hard for like everything, and then slowly, uh, the younger people. We don't know what to do. We club, we just party, we drink, and then our grandfathers and our, you know grandparents were working hard. So I think okay, that's, that's what it, it is. Like, yeah, I think so. We were just talking about that. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Daddy, show number four. I'm feeling four good. Four or five. Feeling, Are you I'm, feeling it? I'm You're took, exhausted. Took, Cocktail. After no, all these grappas here, I'm no. feeling I'm feeling good. I, I see slightly empty bottles of grappa here. That's what well, I see. Well, we have what? We have two empty ones. No, that's so fine. We, have, it's we started the third fine. one now. We've got it. So show number four, we got an interesting. So Phil, yep. you're this is gonna be an interesting, Danny. Eh? Like he's I'm looking new. forward to it. He's new. Phil Phil and I worked in, in the clubs together back in the day when we were young and and good looking. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome good looking. <laughs> So we got a lot to talk about here. So okay, again, your your uh, your construction company is called Construction. It's you gotta you gotta correct me here. Construction Anorak. Anorak. Yeah, Anorak. So A N O R A N O R A K. Anorak. 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 A N O R A K Inc. And only a year old, but you've been in construction for how long? It's been like six years. Six years. So your email is p dot g a u d r e a u at outlook dot com, and on Instagram, everybody follow him. It's construction dot anorak, which is a n o r a k. That's it. How's your Insta content? It's good. You put work stuff in. I have been so busy for the past year. I haven't really got time to put it all together, so I started off really slow. Uh, lately, a uh, little shot of my girlfriend, she helped me out to start it off. Um, c'est bon, c'est slowly, I'm yeah. working on it, like to build it, because I was so busy. It was Here insane it with COVID and everything. You guys insane. are gonna have to like. There you go. I'm following you now. I'm I'm your second follower. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listening, give him a follow, man. Yeah, let's 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 show him about the construction <laughs> life community, how that works, how this all works. But I'm excited about this show because Phil, I, like, you guys got some really ridiculous rules here, man. Like yeah, really do. ridiculous rules. And off mic before we got started, we talked about that. And I think everybody knows that coming from Ontario, we don't have half, not even. We don't have three quarters of the rules you guys have here. You're a young guy getting started in the business. How are you coping with all these rules? It's 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 surviving or coping. What's it's, the word? It's, it's actually both right now. Um, it's hard to start off because it's it's a lot of money just spending money to get your license on everything. You know, how uh, much money are we talking about here just to get set up legitimately? Legitimately, I would say well, just for license and everything, I would say like four K or five K to get started as a licensed RBQ. As yeah, it like and that's the smaller one. That's probably the. Uh, That's a lot. That's the one at 1.1. 1. 1. Um, it's more like a Renault General. Uh, oh, so they give you 
ranges of how big of a business you're going to grow. Exactly. Yeah, you'd be commercial. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You could get a commercial one. I don't know what the, what the price. I've right. had it for a long time. So if you start getting into high rise and commercial and you start doing all these other things where you're bringing in 100 million or something like that, then your fees are through the roof now. Probably, yeah. I, 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 I'm not, I, I haven't checked for that, for those permits, because I'm not uh, that big. Wow. But yeah, I suppose it's really high. And like as a starter, I mean, it's a lot of money to just start off with all the permits, get all your stuff clean, and like all businesses here in Quebec and everything. And then afterwards, you can start legally working. And I'm assuming there's some hefty fines if you start illegally. I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Course. Yeah, oh, I got really, some yeah? fines back in the days. Yeah. So just getting started, did you not know any better, or is it just like you didn't know all the rules that were attached to this? Um, I knew the rules. Uh, it's just a question of sometimes if you follow the book step by step. I mean, it's like it's never going to end. I mean, you need to. You need to. You're kind of like not going to make money at that point, you know, especially if you're going on on your own. So stuff, how do right? you how do you navigate this world? How does a brand new contractor get into this world? This is what we have always. There's a constant theme here. Yeah. How does a, a new person without family connections or any kind of connections in the industry? How do they get started? How can they get started? Well, he's going to have to tell us. That's yeah, you <laughs> Phil, you're going to uh, have to share some of that ups re- and downs. Well, it's it's been working with friends and you know, all that. I would, I would call him partner because he, he, he owns his business with his father. So they started the company and uh, many years ago. So I started working with them. Uh, they showed me everything, basically. Like, he, he showed me to do everything. And you need to be quick. Like, to start your own business, you need to listen a lot. You need to to care about the details. And I, I looked at his father. His father was more, like, uh, the, from the, uh, the business of um, uh, bidding and doing the, the bills, uh, clients, and, and all that stuff. Like, paper stuff, right? And... My friend, he was more on the uh, on the site on the site work job site skills. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So I watched both of them, and I, I, I got my way in a little bit as like how you deal with clients, how you deal with bills, what you need to, to get to be legit on the on the uh, on the sites and everything. So when I started, for sure, you need to have some huge fucking balls. Really? And, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm like, okay, I I, I must admit, I cut. Cut a cut little corners, you know, left and right to make it happen. But at the end, uh, make it or break it, you know. So I get the sense from talking to a lot of you guys here in Quebec that the inspectors that enforce these rules are just plain assholes and are relentless without giving any breaks. Or can you, have but you heard of we, I, unicorns? We won't, say, we won't say all of them because some of them are people that worked in the field. And then they got into they that. And they understand it. Okay. Some of them, and, I, and I'm sure they work with, like, they'll never tell you, but I'm sure they have some sort of quotas, right? If their job is, is, is probably performance and, you know, like, you need to get X amount of money in, right? But there's, there's some guys that understand that. You know, they were in the business. They understand that. But. Yeah, they're, they're cool. I mean, we, we got a couple um, CNSC guys, and um, they were they're cool. They say, listen, I know I know you make, you need to make a living and everything, guys. This is a little hit on your on your hand, all right? I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll pass by in three days, make sure everything's clean. Yeah. So this guy's like a big props, you know? It, thanks, man. Appreciate. Yes, we had a couple issues that could have been a danger, but, you know, it's really, it's minor. But some guys are nice and some other are Well, like then we have the opposite spectrum, like uh, 
Pasquale was saying, where yeah. the guy's like, okay, he fix it, fine. He doesn't tell you and anything on the job site. And you still get, get a fine. Get oh, that's fine bad, in, the, yeah. in the mail, right? See, yeah. I've been lucky before where I had, I mean, and I forgot to mention that to them, is when we have our Ministry of Labor officers. So they're the ones that come by and see if there's anything wrong with the job site, if right. you're doing anything unsafe or illegal or whatever. The thing with Ontario is that they all wear dark blue hard hats. Yeah, there's, here there's the white hat. White so there's hats, the white hats, right? Yeah. So if you see someone coming up to your job site... But you run. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got you other go guys like Carlito starts making monkey noises, and that's the sign to tell yeah. everybody, be, yeah. you know, prepare yourself or somehow. Yeah. I was on a job site. I was doing a whole build, and all of a sudden she came on, and I could have got tagged after tag after tag after tag. There was so many things that were against the book. She just had a friendly conversation with me and she just acknowledged the fact that I'm listening to her and I'm acknowledging that these are issues and will you address them? And I was polite, I was respectful, and I didn't get tagged. So see, that's that's nice. That's like a common sense of, I give you, an, like, not advice, but I give you an... Um, Anecdote. And yes. Let's I just tell you and then, you know, make it better or if yes. you listen, if you're cool. But here, it seems like they're, they're so hard because they... They want the money, right? I'm and sure like the Danny, quotas, right? Like Danny sure says. So they want the money more than the safety. Yeah. Well, that's well, what I was telling you, right? That's what I think it is. That's my biggest problem with them is that mm -hmm. they'll, they'll hide to catch you doing something wrong instead of coming and telling you. They take you pictures from a distance. Yeah. They don't even, like, from the guys from Nassina, I heard a couple stories, right? And my own, I uh, experienced some, 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 uh, some issues with them. But they take pictures from a distance and they don't even come and see you. They see the company, the trucks and everything, and they send you the, the fine. So basically their job is for safety, but they're going to make you keep on doing the stuff that you're doing. But you doing can't that defend yourself at like that point where you, you never even showed up on site. You never had a conversation with my site super or the GC of the There's job. You, you some, like, of, some of them are a little bit scared because I don't know back in the days, but I heard a couple well, stories. Sure some, some are getting beaten up, you know, be a little... You know, yeah, I that doesn't happen anymore. But yeah, we've had alter. I've had altercations with and you. Know, you he, this guy can legit like take your business out, away, you know? right? It, because like I told you, the fine comes from Palais de Justice, so it comes from the government directly, directly, right? So then you want to go and fight it, but you're fighting the government. You know? And it's hard, like, like a two hundred k fine. But the government's never done anything wrong. Ever. <laughs> no, well, of course not. <laughs> They're perfect. <laughs> the yeah. way they run their business is actually yeah. smooth sailing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always done correctly. It's insane. <laughs> it, it's, and, and that's just one, right? We have all these hurdles to, to get by. And it's, uh, uh, it's not, it's so safe. isn't that intimidating? Like you getting into, so you were working for somebody else. Yeah, started off with someone. Yep. And you already knew all this and yep. you, you made the conscious decision to go on your own. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. Why? You need to, you need Why, to start. Man? You need to start somewhere, right? And and if, if you're like hesitating, you're, you're foot in, foot out. I mean, you need to you need to go Balls straight to the forward. Wall and yeah. The did you did you tap out working for the person that you were working at? You you learned what you could learn from that company, and you figured I want to do things slightly different. I want to do it. I want to build my brand. I want to build an idea. I would say fifty fifty because okay. I still I'm still learning, and if ever someone can show me uh, something different, a different way, I'll. I'm like, I'm like every day learning some new stuff, and I like, I, I love it. I just I love learning new stuff, and but yeah, for sure. There's a part also that I saw some business-wise dealing with this company, and I said to myself, I would do it differently, and probably it's gonna work better. Got my I get my stuff out, and yeah, it's not easy. Uh, now no, I understand I a couple of things it. that they were doing why they would do that way, and then 
Yeah, of course. No, you learn all like, the okay, time. This guy and, right. and we never accept cash money payments, so it's very hard to. Well, and I and I know the truth. I know the truth. And even like I might be a unicorn back in Ontario, where I in 13 years of construction, I've never done a cash job. Okay, never. Wow. And I just I haven't done it. But you guys maybe kind of don't need to. Huh? We kind of do mm. because the thing is, in the last five years, I'm getting or someone's explaining things to me about how if you ever want to evolve and get to another level you're going to have to start doing cash jobs and then you start quickly realizing there's certain companies that you respect on what they built and you discover yeah, they run cash jobs well every big company i know they they run it they run they did say they have to things to be bigger today yes, I mean, they have to like sure. anybody right like anything uh, it's it, it's very tough in construction to do be a straight shooter, and I don't I don't care where you are. I, I think it's very tough to be a straight shooter because in the end there'll be nothing left for us, the owners. There'll be nothing left, right? If I not. guess the more the argument that I have always had with the cash thing is, it, it, if you ever get into a legal predicament with somebody with a client, yeah, you have a paper trail of every single document. Yeah. With a cash, it starts to create red flags, yeah, which are red flags against you now. Yeah. instead of well, in favor for you if you yeah. do cash i mean you need to do your business good you don't want your client to be like you know complaining unhappy and, and complaining about exactly it, right? for mm -hmm. the job so whenever but here, happens, it, a here's, times, here's the funny yeah. thing is cash jobs i think the nucleus comes from clients right. they're yeah. the ones that ask you well, like to save the, the tax or to lower the fee well, somehow most of the times that i where i would do cash jobs i'm not afraid to say it is just it would be like if i'm doing a a house for a, a grandfather's house or whatever yeah. it is and but I'm you guys can still get pinched for that here we, we could well in the, in the end it's illegal to do cash jobs but if i'm going to to a man's house and do two hours of work and i tell him okay give me a hundred bucks and we're fine you know like exactly that, well, that, I mean, that that's that's, right. that, that's what it is like come on you know so that i could go and do my groceries with a hundred bucks you know but if we're doing big projects like you said we need that paper trail right we need the other argument that I had is I know that we were talking off mic before we got started too is um, your tax here is what 14 percent or 13 15 percent we're, we're, off, we're yeah, close 15, to 15 yeah. 15 yeah. right so we're we're 13 percent in Ontario right it exactly. fluctuates across the the country yeah. and I don't I don't know what it is in the states or whatever but I we also believe that um, once we uh, um, harmonized everything between the provincial and the federal tax and it went for construction at the time was only the eight percent for us at the time. That's okay. all they were. No, sorry, five percent at the time they were charging, right? Okay. Then they harmonized it. Now we had to charge our clients thirteen. And honestly, I believe by the government doing that, it basically started creating a bigger underground economy. Of course, it did. cash of course. jobs sure. Right. for sure. Because now you got, and I, it's that age-old analogy: a million-dollar job is one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in tax. It's one hundred and fifty thousand here. Yeah. That's a big chunk of change Absolutely. that's supposed to be collected and given to the government. Absolutely. But then the problem is that you go to the clients and the clients are begging you to do the job, cash, do half of it for cash. Yeah. And so they'll only pay half of that amount. See, I would never take that amount in cash. Like, yeah. I would never for that, take for that, that amount. amount. But small jobs, like let's say between 5, 10, or 15, even, uh, you know, if the client wants to pay cash apart. Oh, we can take it, like a part cash, and then the rest it's a, it's a bill, you know. But when it's bigger jobs, like more professional jobs, like plumbing, electricity, and everything, like really important jobs, th th there's no cash for you. It's, it's all you know. It's all yeah. with the bills and everything. For if if the if something goes wrong, 
You yeah, well, that's backed. it. If you want that paper trail. And like here in Quebec, saying, you can um, get really ripped off if ever you do a wrong job and, yeah, and people absolutely. can sue you. So it's like, it's, you know. Is it true here? You guys, I think somebody, was it you that was telling me that no money is actually, or no work is performed on an excavation or a foundation or for a new build unless the full payment is paid? Well, I was saying that during the, during the pandemic, it was so hard to get these type of, I'm not saying that it's the, it's That's the, the norm. I'm not saying it's the okay. norm, but like right after, like now during the pandemic, and it was so few and far between that, that uh, a couple of buddies that build houses that I know, it was a COD. Wow. COD the day of that they show up with their with their shovel, or COD for the... For and that. then it's just faith at that point that you'll finish off the scope and get it done to the next stage. Well, that's it. Yeah, if right. And they, they, they estimate how many loads of earth they're taking out for the excavation or whatever it may be, right? And you have to hope that you're in that number. And you're able... You're supposed to be in that number, right? The calculation is done beforehand and it's COD and you, and you go. So, Phil, what, uh, time, what types of jobs are you tackling right now? Right now, I'm actually finishing up a... Uh, I'm renovating a duplex in La Salle, so basically it's it's a legal duplex. Yeah, that's legal. It's because it's a uh, general like renovations. Yeah, uh, I got an electrician, I got a plumber, uh, but for the rest, like it's all me. I destroyed everything and then redo everything. So flooring, uh, electricity, plumbing, ceramic, bathroom, kitchen, everything. You know, two so separate units in the same dwelling. Mm-hmm. Two separate entrances. Two separate entrances. What are the rules here with you guys so reality, to make it illegal? Re- reality is that everybody has to have their competence card to be working in a duplex. That's it. Because it's a multi uh, multi mm-hmm. address place. So what's a competence card? So anything. So anything. if the if if the carpenter, the rough carpenter, is working there, well, right, carpenter could do rough and finishing. He has to have his, his CCQ cards, cards yeah. as carpenter, and he has to be. He can't just be an apprentice carpenter. Compagnon. You got to be a compagnon. You have to have the maximum level of carpenter to wow. be there working. You can't just send. I, if I'm a, um, a carpenter, a carpentry company, I can't just send one of my apprentices there alone to go to and do the job. It needs compagnon. to be with a. With this is a, a whole other job just to manage this. Yeah, and, and you have apprentices that are better than compagnon. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny to say, but some apprentices never graduated, like never went to pass a test to move on and yeah. apprenti un, deux, trois, ensuite compagnon right. they stay there but they're, they're really good just they, they never pumped it up but they're good you, they you can reach do the like job third level apprentice then you got to go and pass an exam to be a compagnon but some people don't go and pass that exam they're happy with whatever so what's the getting. cost of the exam here like this is more cost on top of the 4500 yeah, you started yeah, of course Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like a dime. It's, a, it's like a thousand or something. Yeah, like I think it's something like that. Yeah, With to upgrade your status to go and f- and pass that exam. I just get the sense of like this huge mound of money at government offices, collecting all this coin. Yeah, it seems like the Sinisiste and CCQ. I mean, they're they're building up their their money and their bank because it's well, the CCQ. Let's say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they're. They're managing the pension plan and the pension yeah. fund. So exactly. let's let's give them. The we talked about that this morning, right? Yeah, but the, exactly. it's a, it's capping out at forty five thousand. Forty five thousand hours or forty thousand hours yeah. that you mm-hmm. that you cap out that you make the maximum. So there's still a discrepancy there for the amount of money that's coming in that you're bringing in that you're going to take out when you officially retire. Yeah, and you know what's you know what's crazy is that we we as business owners we're contributing to that, but 
we don't ever get any sort of break for that, right? Or we mm-hmm. don't get any compensation for that either. But I'm contributing to the CCQ for the pension plan. Of CCQ my, of my also get involved if you get hurt on site? That's the CSST. CSST, yeah. CNSST. CNESST. So they get involved if you get hurt. Yeah, they're the same people who govern the security and the health. Got it. Right. And the same people give you... A nice amount of fine fines if you're. If you're is it like go. ours where it's like a finger costs this much, a hand yes, costs exactly. this much? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's just the twistedest thing I've ever <laughs> heard. Yeah. Eh? Yeah, like someone like, sat down at some point and tried to calculate exactly what each limb part is worth. That's well, look, again, I'm sure we're not as educated enough to see what they do with their money, but I'll give an example. Like, I'm going to say that there's a lot of waste. Probably. Maybe there probably is, but I'm going to say also that like my uncle... And my grandmother, who worked in a factory and had uh, hearing problems, they they took care of her and they took care of her up until now. And they bought her hearing aids. They also gave her an amount of money. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are putting in requests from injuries or from conditions that they've gotten because of working in the industry, yeah. and they're getting paid out. Yeah. My grandmother got paid out. You know. Yeah. Well, that's I, I passed. Yeah, the test for santé sécurité au travail. That's like a health and and security uh, yeah, at exactly. work. So I had to redo the, the exam to get my papers, right? And then the guy from the CNSST, he gives the uh, the course and he was like, he's saying like, some people get hurt, like you lose their two legs or whatever. And then you get an amount every every week or whatever, like as a pay, like as insurance. And, and they can't afford to keep you on that payroll for, for the years. rest of your life. So they come up to you and they say, listen, this is 450K. Either you take it or you know you're you're able I mean, take the money buy yourself a house and find yourself a new job kind of force you a little bit to take the 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 package well, and, it's and a risk management assessment at that point they look at it like if you continue to take your weekly payouts most likely you're going to live for x amount of years it's going to cost x amount then they're going to come back and go well we'll offer you 450. exactly so they make the calculation they just come up to see you and say listen this is you can you can go work now it's been three years you lost a leg you can you can find something else. Here's an amount. I don't know. It's, oh, it's uh, twisted. I'm sorry. It's it twisted. is twisted. Yeah, it is twisted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's how they work. And the guy told us they have millions and billions of dollars in the bank surplus. There's a huge, and we have the same thing in our province. It's insane. And he was he was he was laughing about people buying. You know, it was like he was he was uh, really for the uh, the cars and everything. Every um, call them Etsy. Why? Every call them it's every type of, uh, of of trade of trade had to have like the cards right, and then he said it's stupid. Some people can go to Canadian Tire or I don't know Walmart or Home Depot, Renault Depot, and buy a um, how you call it in English uh, mm-hmm. or a ramset. A ramset, a, a yeah, yeah ramset. Okay, it's in ramset. He says it it's stupid. People can it's basically a gun, you know. Keep people it can is. get it is a gun, and they said. You need to have a license on these uh, chainsaws, uh, uh, you know. And Are I was you like, kidding me? I was like, so we need like a babysitter for everything we touch, like scissors, a knife in, in kitchen. No, no, no. So he was going really far, and he was really for that, you know. He was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. we need to t- put these uh, these measures on. I'm like, this is way too much. Imagine your, your mind, your mind, your mind. Turns, I don't right? get it. Like, so the government wants you to wrap up in bubble wrap. Is that what it exactly. is? Exactly. And protect then you? you fine. And then just collect the money. That's <laughs> how I see it. But well, like we said, we have to kind of give as citizens, we have to kind of give the benefit of the doubts that that our money is being used properly. It's not. And it's being it's government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like man, we all know that taxes started back in the old English days, 
as a temporary thing. Yeah. yeah and then once that government, and we're part of the, the English Commonwealth, yeah. once that government realized, wait a minute, this is a huge resource of finances. Yeah. We're not getting rid of taxes. Yeah. We're going to keep taxes now. Yeah. And all we do as business owners, the shameful thing is the corporations that have the money and the power and the legal ability know how to avoid circumvent all this. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. And then they make and that's how you get as much as I'm an Amazon whore and I shop constantly online. (laughs) I love Amazon. (laughs) Amazon doesn't pay any taxes to the U.S. or the Canadian government. It doesn't? No. I don't know that. No. So they collect taxes. When you purchase something on Amazon, you're charged your provincial and your, your uh, um, federal tax. All right. They don't pay tax as a regular business. That's how they're able so they, to... they're getting the money in their pockets? That's wow. how they're able to well, no, beat... They, they, what do you mean? They, they don't pay the Quebec government their TVQ or whatever it is. Really? There's deals going like on Netflix, with I such huge entities yeah, that when you, sense, get, when you get fulfillment centers being, uh, perched or being built in different cities across countries, and, and including Canada... There's incentives there back and forth because you're, you, as a company, as an entity, a corporation, you're given all this, we're going to give you X amount of jobs. Yeah. We're going to do all this yeah. influx in here. Wow. You're not going to take any of our tax. Yeah. That's the scary part. And that's how you get corporate. So I get frustrated because we're a small little mom and pop shop. You're a small business. You're a young guy. You're just getting started. You have to spend already half a $10,000 just to get started. That's you get, just for the license. Just for the license. And tools and you everything. get fined because you didn't know all the rules or whatever, and then all of a sudden you get fined again and again and again, and then you're trying to survive. Meanwhile, this is basically what big corporations do. They constantly do it, but they get around it. It's, it's hard because you're a small business. You want to have you want to take every contract to make you know the best of, you know, you want to build your stuff, and then... At the end, you realize if 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 ever you go all the way from like letter A to Z, like you need to put this on this, and, you know, follow all the steps. I mean, you can't tarif make, pa, tarif tarif pa. Tarif pa. You uh, can't make it. You, you don't make it. Like you, I'm gonna charge, uh, let's say, fifty grand for uh, for a bathroom, like fifty, right? But people won't pay fifty. Let's say yeah. a small, medium-sized bathroom. You know, not something. But fifty grand, people say you're crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can get it for uh, 20 grand from yeah. somewhere else, yeah. but the other person at 20 grand is going to cut corners and do it quick, pump, prop, probably like the plumbing and everything is going to do it itself because he knows it's not really complicated. Yeah. And does he need an electrician to, to pass, pass the wires and four everything? four or six spots. And so he's going to do it real quick. Uh, and probably, you know, there's not going to be any uh, gloves or, or glasses or hats or, or cap boots or I don't know exactly. Or meetings but before you start your job about safety and about safety and, and you know. Yeah. So the guy is going to get the job, do it. It's going to do a little bit of like under because it's in a house or it's in something, and they can't really always see what's going inside, and he's going to get the job. So we need to cut corners a little bit to start everything up. And then afterwards, like you see, cash deals and stuff. It's kind of like sad to think about, right? That the government's, the government, the way they, they've placed the construction industry is that for us to make money, we have to cut corners or we have to. It's crazy, right? Has anybody in construction here in Quebec ever rallied together to actually break down all of your expenses it's and present those expenses to the government and show? Because I get the sense. That you would actually be in the red if you did everything legitimately the way that they they have outlined you're supposed to do it. 
So if you hired all the people that had all the right cards, you started a business and had all the right cards, you take on jobs that needed all the right cards, and you pay all this stuff, and you pay all these set, set rates, I, I have a funny feeling that you'll be in the red. It's, you, it's, you know it's, what? You, you'll be close to it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Red, Depends what your price you're is. You're not going like. to have a 20% markup. You're not going to have a 20% no. profit margin. No. I try to work on a 25 to 30% profit margin. That's good. That's what I try to work on. I don't always hit it. Most of the times I get to maybe 19 or 20 but my goal is always to try to hit that other mark. And that's me not even dealing with half the shit that you guys are dealing yeah. with. It's hard because if let's say if everyone get together and then break down all the expenses and say, listen, this is this is nonsense. But there's always going to be some guy or some people in the back that I, I can do the job that's, cheaper, that's, you know. That's so, thing. so even if we're legal, all the papers, we do a nice job and like we love our jobs and we do it right. There's always going to be someone that can do the same job but cheaper but at the end they can have problems with clients and everything but that's what clients don't really know but if we all present that we're nothing because i see big companies here come Port Merlot and and bigger like you know they make buildings in montreal or the bridges and everything these companies are so big there's steady a guy from ccq and cnss they on sites that check everything you do yeah, but that's, so when a, that's charge, a whole other conversation yeah, because they're yeah. doing jobs for the government. Exactly. So, so but they're but, getting greased. But I'm they sorry charge, to say, they but are, but they, they charge the big price. But according to all the job and everything, they're on schedule. They are tight. They're yeah, right. Like everything is is on code, right? But basically, uh, they're they're I'll, charging it. Like everything is in in the norms. It's up the code. It's up the code. It's up the code. Yeah. Like yeah, they have a meeting. Uh, so let's say a bricklayer. Right. That's more of your specialty. But it was. I'll I'll give you a little story. Right. I had a condo right in front of uh, Shim, the hospital. The Shim. They just built a new big hospital. And how long is it? Like four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah. So I had a condo four or five years ago back in Montreal, and I was on Saint Denis. I, I saw like everything from ground up. Right. And I was every morning. I got up, took my coffee, and then saw like on a on a like I don't know. It was probably 25 feet high. There was like a stage, and then they were bricklaying. You know? Yeah, a hydraulic uh, forklift. Exactly. Or and then this guy, um, the guys, scaffolding. Were, exactly. They were stopped. So they did like four, five, six uh, rows and stopped. Start talking. Start talking. I was like, geez, we're, are we paying for this? But at a certain point, it's like I don't know. So first off, I was pissed. Right? I was like, fuck, man, this is. But afterwards, when you realize one of my friends was was there, Britt Lang, he said, Phil, we need we have to stop after four or five or six rows. I can't remember exactly because the engineer needs to come check if everything's OK. If ever you touch CNSS or CCQ is going to like, you know, it's going to hit your fingers and everything. We need to stop to be on code for everything. Wow. So I mean, Imagine. it's a waste of time. He said I was going up there. I was working for um, two, three hours and the engineer was there. Or the technical, whatever. So the day stopped there, but he was paid full day. So it's like, this is our money. Our Imagine tax money, exactly. Imagine yeah, but if this is a making. constant going on on a wall because the brick is going all the way to the top, why isn't there an on-staff engineer? They should have been, but they can't be everywhere, you know? So no, no, but as a, as a corporation, you're building such a large structure like a hospital. You bill it in. The engineer is on staff for that one particular job, and knowing that the bricklayers are going to get this done in this amount of time, you review, assess, sign off. They That's, continue working. That was the goal. Wouldn't that be the efficient way of doing it if you're running a small job? It would. Yeah, absolutely. But that's where the waste comes in. So you get a big corporation like that building that hospital. They're greasing the CCQ. I don't give a shit. They have to be. That's the only way they're running it. 
So yeah, or government or whatever it is. Well, or they're or they're just uh, <laughs> yeah, they're greasy. It's a tough I, call. I don't know what to say. Like I, just the, they quote really properly and they get they get their quotes accepted. Yeah, I, 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 I think their Manala envelope has a little bit more <laughs> yeah. than just the estimates yeah. in bit, it. You know, yeah. it's a bit thicker. That's, That's what I think. Yeah. I was a little surprised my first year in construction when I found out a, a inspector that was on one of my jobs that he was taking. Oh, yeah. Really? And wow. so I, someone told me because they gave it to him. And so and you, just, you just took it? it well, the, here's the thing is that he, they're smart enough now, right? And I'm not going to name names or whatever, but oh, the thing, whatever. You, you quickly learn about this stuff. So you had the inspector telling the GC because the GC's hinting at, can you please pass this? And he's like, listen, if I by any chance go back to my vehicle, which is unlocked, by the way, and I happen to sit in the driver's seat and I look over to the passenger seat and there's an envelope there. What yeah. am I to say where that envelope came from? Yeah. And then sure enough, the he would go back to the car, envelopes there, and the stage is passed. Yeah. It's not passed because the work was done. It's passed because there was an envelope there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's hope that it's not like that. Let's like, you know what? Exactly. Let's, let's hope it's not the norm, right? Yeah. Maybe you close your eyes and then you just think everything's it's, I, I wouldn't say it's the norm. I'm not saying that every inspector is like that, but I, I'm pretty sure it's in there. It's human nature to be corrupt. Yeah, yeah. You don't it's see like we monkeys. Were talking about you don't when you see were dogs. Yesterday, it's like yeah. we were talking about. I guess everybody would, everybody would absolutely think about taking advantage of a of a situation that that they're properly. Put What's in going there. on right now? Yeah, is this really about health or yeah. is this really about well, I think money? We passed, we passed the health. It's beyond health because yeah, if it was about health, health, it'd actually be over by now. Yeah, it would be over. Yeah, so that's a whole lot. And we're that's so I feel for you, Phil. Where it's like you're starting a new business during mm -hmm. the pandemic. You're going through all kinds of crap. You're having to go through legitimately through all these rules. At what point are you going to get discouraged and say, you know, fuck this. And then also your significant other in your life go, this is ridiculous. You could probably be making more money doing something else, another career choice. Well, I was thinking about, you know, maybe uh, it's, it's, it's hard because I, I give myself like a two year. right? So it's been a year now. It's been a crazy 2021 year. And I say to myself, I'll push another another year to see how it goes and everything. But I had like a feeling of, do I move out? Do I leave Quebec for everything? Like I can, I can move out to Florida or I can go New Hampshire, Maine, whatever. I, I can go but there. But you still have to get a license for each one of those states. Well, let's say I get the license. I, I don't know exactly how it works over there. But yeah. I say I'm like, is it, what's, what, like, is it worse? Can it be worse than Quebec? That's, that's what I'm saying know, myself, and I'm saying... Uh, through social media, I've been approached by guys that are in Vancouver, right. in Saskatchewan, reaching out to me going, listen, is it worth coming to Toronto? I hear there's a lot of work in Toronto. I get guys that are in California, in Miami, asking wow. me the same question. Is it worth coming to Canada and work in Canada? Because I'm hearing there's a lot of work in Vancouver. And I'm like, I'm a small fish in Toronto here. I don't really know how it is. I know how busy it is in Toronto. I know what's going on in Toronto. There is greasing going on there are cash jobs going on there's like there's a lot of money to be made not a hundred percent of it is being made legally like perfectly legally mm -hmm. is that the case in every city it's got to be like i said human nature corruption it's human nature like we said like everyone will take take everyone advantage take of a situation care, yeah. right and i think i would too <laughs> i don't know man so if you're you're giving yourself another year to see how this thing kind of happens for mm -hmm. the next year. And it's hard to find 
that's another fact. It's another issue. It's hard to find workers. It is hard well, to find. We're just circling back. Yeah, I know. That's I, the constant theme. That's, 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 that's like, like that's that's that 200 shows of yours. Is that it's, we're it's, circling back to this? Is that it's hard to find? It's hard. Reliable. Maybe if we have enough shows that everybody's been on the show, we'll just mm, influence yeah. everybody else to be better, and yeah. then we don't have that problem anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the goal, right? <laughs> Here, welcome to our million show. Yeah. <laughs> we just rooted out that just cancer. Hired two people. <laughs> We're going for lucky number three. <laughs> Any bidders? Uh, so, uh, I mean, how do you get your work, Phil? Like, I mean, is it all word of mouth? Yeah, everything. It's is all word, word of mouth. mouth. It's, you're it's not doing any marketing. You're not nothing, doing nothing marketing. And I'm, I'm I reject jobs even because I, I have too much. Like really? right now, jobs are like everyone wants to renovate. Well, that's it. That's the thing. It's been a year now for my own company. And because of COVID, everyone up north or everywhere wants to renovate because they don't spend the money in traveling and stuff like that. So they all have money to renovate and do stuff. So contracts are just pulling left and right. And I'm like, okay, this this is real. Like, Are uh, you vetting everybody? Are you If I'm vetting, are you like diving deep into the type of people that you may be working with? You have to. I have to. Because right now, it's a, let's say, give an example, a client, uh, you know, client uh, wants to do bathroom, but, uh, well, you know, and then it starts like, you know, you know, and left and right, like, this is, it's paddling a little bit too much, or the price is not good, or, or whatever. I'm like, if ever it's not good, it's fine. I mean, you can find someone else. Oh, yeah. right. There's no one else. It's yeah. like, there's no one yeah. else right now to do no your job. Or good. if, if uh. you want to wait, it's like three, four, five, or six months of delays where you can find uh, Renault Joe. Uh, it's going to be right there. Do your bathroom for $500. It's yeah. going to be fucking straight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Renault, Renault Joe. Renault Joe. Renault, Renault right. Joe. Yeah. I think it's Renault Tony in Toronto. Yeah. But Tony. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, that's... Uh, so yeah, pick and choose my clients. Um... And right now, I have Italian clients. You better they're believe it. Amazing, they're Italian. the worst. They're the worst. Oh, they're bad. Old Italian clients are the worst. Because hey, they the want a deal on everything. Because how much is his nail? No, nah, uh, I can get a better price with <laughs> his nail. Old Italian clients are the type of people that, like, let's say he's been. I don't know if I, I got said nails from one. the '60s. We can use these. Uh, yeah, can't oh, we? exactly. You didn't have to buy nails. <laughs> old Italian clients are. I don't know if I said this already, but they even if they were like working in construction for like five years. And they botched every single job that they did in construction. They're gonna tell you I worked in construction, so I know. I know my stuff. It's the know? same for everybody, right? For the record, Portuguese, the same exact thing. same oh, thing. Okay. I know. So why are you, you know, like? Did you ever get like a client to ask you for a breakdown, and I tell them, I do breakdowns all the time. I don't give a shit. I say I, no. I do it. I say no. And then they can question it all they want, no. but that's what it costs. If you can find somebody else to do it cheaper, then yeah. guess what? I'm not doing the job. Can you give me a breakdown? That's the worst. That's uh, the word I hate the most. Breakdown. Break what, down. what does that mean? Like, give them a poster of breaking from uh, the 80s or yeah. something like that. You right? know what I mean? So these Italian men, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna challenge you on everything because they think that it's like... It's uh, funny because the, the, the guy, you know, he's a, he's a younger, but his father comes down all the time and see the job. It's like, ah, oh, tough the hell is this you know that then this and then he comes in the bathroom what that what what the and then he starts speaking italian i don't understand a thing but it's funny because you know the ceramic it's a designer to choose everything and it's like fucking i am back in my home you know it's then and then and uh, yeah. start laughing he's yeah. like, every single thing he can comment like say something he said like it's always bad yeah, it's italian it's so I, I answer Hey, <laughs> hey, like you know, finger up and everything. It's just funny at the end. They, you know, they laugh. And he's he, looking for tiles with 
fruit on them. That's what but, I'm looking for. But oh I'm sure God. the coffee is always ready, and I'm the sure coffee's the coffee is good. And you always bring pizza. pizza and, and oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, That's their way to like sw- to to, to, uh, yeah. to trick you, uh. <laughs> to trick you that like, you're they're your dad, but then they're gonna say like, uh, here's some pizza and coffee, but your job sucks. Okay, yeah, exactly. You, here's you. some pizza and coffee. Give it to me for free. <laughs> I had a really good Italian client that the mom would always come by. Ooh. So it was a younger couple. And then her mom was that kind of mom, just like everybody loves Raymond. She would just come over to the house and just take over the house like yeah. it's her house or something, yeah, right? And she was always sweet. She made us coffee all the time, and she'd come downstairs, and we'd be working away. And you'd always be pleasant. You'd be like, hey, how's it going? Nice to see you again, and coffee good. And i go, how are you? And she goes, not too bad. Can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> not too <laughs> Every morning. Not too bad. Can't complain. <laughs> Can't complain. Of course. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Pick and choose my clients. You have to these days. Yeah. And I'm wondering... Where are all these clients getting this money? Are they making all this money, or are they just really great and creative with applying for? Well, credit? he brought up a good point. So I think I people that are money. not not uh, yeah. that are not traveling because of COVID. I guess yeah. everyone has if they budget themselves. But yeah, but still, or, even that okay, a, a okay, trip is like ten grand. Exactly. I was just gonna you know say. I mean? So like, you're a couple. You're you go on a trip. Something is twenty five grand. grand yeah. You can't even do a bathroom that way. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so how many trips you go on average a year? Yeah, exactly. Maybe two. Yeah. So that's twenty well, grand. You know what? It helps that everyone's house value got up, so everyone exactly refinanced and, uh, and shit like So that's that. what I'm saying: is are they making more money? Are they applying for credit? Well, they got their credit. They got their HELOC. They got their home equity line of credit, and they pull out one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand. That's cost where the money's coming from. Seven thousand a year, six hundred bucks a month. Exactly. Anyone can make that payment, right? And but what happens if the economy turns? Well, there you are. we're all fucked. We're all, yeah, we all are right. fucked. I, I move out. I, I leave for Nicaragua. That's <laughs> I have a place over there. I was building a hotel. It stopped. Uh, I'm moving out. I yeah. mean, the, the lumber be straighter there when you chop chop down the There's trees. There's no lumber. Just, it's yeah. only cement it's blocks, and blocks, right? It's, blocks, right? Yeah. it's only blocks. It's mud bricks, right? right? And they hit the nails. They hit the nails with their guns. Yeah. How you say it? With their with their with their sandals. With your sandals. <laughs> you know, and and to tear down everything. It's 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 horses and and. It's, Come on. They stir. You work there? Yeah, I worked there a couple, but I own a land over there. Okay. Uh, with partners, we went to build an hotel, but it stopped because of COVID and everything. In Nicaragua. Nicaragua. You guys said, you know what, guys? I have a fucking business plan. This is it. This we're is gonna, we're building a hotel in Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. A hostel slash hotel restaurant and everything. Uh, so you cool. started that, but then you had to stop it because of... It's a long story. Oh, we it's a long podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, three years ago, um, I, was, I was traveling over there. With a friend, uh, bars and clubs and stuff like that, you know. So uh, he was an owner in Montreal. And he wanted to buy a land over there and build his house. Uh, it's really cheap in Nicaragua. Like, people achieve, they, they, they probably make 300 bucks every month. Max. So how cheap is the land? Uh, the land, well, it depends. It's, everything is in U.S. dollars. So it was not cheap back in the days because it was $1.38 for a dollar U.S., you know, for Canadian and U.S. So yeah. it, it, was, it was hard. But we had the chance. We, so... We, we checked all the lands. The Civil War was declared over there. People were dying in the streets. Like sh- The army was against the people. There was, it was insane. Did, like, did, I can't did believe it's not happening right now. Toi? Yeah, no, I, I flew out. And then I, I got back in with all the money in cash to buy the land. Because instead of being 80 grand U.S., would set a price, but we deal and bargain everything down because it was, it, was, it was mental. And it's 80% of the income of the, of the, the country, it's tourism so we deal the, the price of the land so we got all the money we flew there we we got stopped at the uh, the borders with guns ak-47 and everything the money was stuck 
in the bra of the of my um, my friend's wife, and I had the money in my boxers on my 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 nuts. Huh? You know, the money was a little bit humid. Yeah. I was scared a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. And then so we bought over there. Uh, we had a good price, and then we started. Uh, checking it with engineers and everything like to build over there it's very hard to build and then with with the crisis over there that happened the civil war they had problems importing like all the cement and all the wood and everything so it took a couple of months i would say and afterwards when we got the project like let this is good we start covid yeah hi yeah. so covid just got in traveling stopped well thank god we we started the construction but stopped right away So so you you're at you you do the fait les fondations puis tout like, ça yeah exactly well f- well yeah we did a part of like a a part of the restaurant we stopped right there uh because it was it was you know it was nonsense we're not going to pay 400,000 US dollars to build and then yeah. be, be shut down for two years no yeah. client no customers and then you know yeah. take our, the money out of our pocket so yeah we waited right now it's on hold uh, I don't know what's going on some people want to buy the land it's a nice land it's straight on the beach oh, wow. it's very very nice yeah so yeah basically were they hit hard with the pandemic or were they uh, over there I mean they don't have elk or they don't have money uh, it's all uh, I guess it would have been the tourism side where they weren't letting anybody in well you know what they were letting people in oh because they don't have any data of COVID Like I remember, everywhere in the world, you you see those red spots on how many yeah, cases. And all the, all the poor countries didn't have red no, spots because they don't know who has yeah. COVID. And kids play outside; they sleep. They don't have like electricity. I wonder how many people died of COVID in Nicaragua. It must or, be insane. Or, or, or didn't die of But COVID. I mean, their right? I bet you the or if it just stayed like normal. If you go and ask, digits. if you go and ask in in Nicaragua, they're gonna say it just seemed like a regular year yeah, for me or whatever. Exactly, is, right? probably because their water's infected. They drink the infected water, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know that's, if that's that's stronger than COVID. Exactly, I don't know if their system are better, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know, well, I don't know, but they have good rum, you know. Yeah. That's that's the point. So, in the, right in the meantime, everything's on hold, and it's on hold, and it's just it's been three years now. So, a lot of the partners are like they're you know probably having kids. I, I don't know. Like people are moving on, and as myself, I'm actually moving on. I need to uh, put the money in the line. I'm like maybe I want to take the money back to build yeah. bigger, you know, bigger business here, and then uh, invest elsewhere. No, I don't, don't do it. I want to come to your hotel in Nicaragua. Okay, we'll go fish. Honestly, fishing over there, it's insane. It's the last thing I would do. Okay. Right. Just get everybody <laughs> here. All the contractors from here to yeah, go down there and build it exactly. there. Exactly. Let's do it. Build uh, it in a week. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, no tools. You need to bring everything down. Shipping container. Yeah. With everything in it. Like 40 yeah, grand. Right? Including all the trades. We think we're gr- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just do it like a week in the container. Oh wow! <laughs> Open up the crate and they're like, "What's that daylight? What's that daylight?" <laughs> the thing is, we think we're crooked here, over there. It's bad. Oh my god! I pay everywhere off you go you for the borders of Costa Rica to Nicaragua because I, f- I I fly most of the time. I fly in, Nicar- uh, in Costa Rica to drive to go to um, Co- uh, Nicaragua. It's How an hour long? An hour thirty minutes from Liberia to San Juan or just the coast. You know the borders. I paid off like a, a grand just to pass a van that was not really legal, and, and they don't care. They don't care. Here you go, twenty bucks US. Like, okay, you can go. Everything's good. And let's go. Do they look Bye. like exactly like what I think they look like from movies? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah they're small. They're tan. And they're fun. <laughs> they're fun. 
Yeah, they're nice. They're good people. Honestly, from all the people, they are good people because they live from. No, I was talking about all the the military oh. guys at the checkpoints asking for oh. the money and you paying all the money. Yeah, yeah. They're they're exactly what I think they are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's all like right. movies. Okay, that's interesting, <laughs> man. That's cool. So yeah, that's that. That's it. But yeah, uh, maybe in the next sure. podcast, Danny will go down there. No problem. I'm yeah. in, man. I'm I'm officially. We'll have guns pointing at us, man, I'm, telling I'm us what to in say. The project. I'm invested <laughs> in the project. We got to do a 24 hours in Montreal. That's my next uh, event. Okay, so where are we gonna go from here, guys? Forever. Well, first we're gonna have the shot of grappa. We have to have a, Yeah, we have to have a shot of grappa. There. And this one's gonna be uh, to, salute to, to, to Nicaragua. To Nicaragua. Here you go. <laughs> salute. Cheers. To the hotel in Nicaragua. <laughs> salute. That could have been. Mm, so that's the projects. I, I don't know. I know what's going on. You're working with designers. Do you guys work with a lot of designers here in Quebec? Um, Is there a big designing community here, or what? Well, I would say, for my for myself, yes, a lot because there's a lot of product and people they because of social media and stuff like that here. A lot of people see. I, I want exactly like this, you know. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. That's what. Well, okay, this is what you want. What's your budget? Yeah. Where, where you want to go. What are they pulling out? Pinterest and house? Yeah, exactly. Of course. You know, I personally hate working with designers, man. Designers? The thing that I hate the, wor- the, the most of they construction. Are hard I wouldn't work. say I have any designer friends. No, no. Or or engineer. I tried it architect. once. No, I have a lot of engineer friends. Oh, I have engineer friends, friends architect friends. I respect a lot of engineer architects. I have a couple of architect friends. Yeah. yeah. More than en- designers. I don't have any designer friends. No, I don't have any designer friends. I would, no, say, they, I would say they tolerate me. I have. I but you have a designer friend? Yeah, I have a designer friend. But, it, well, you know, she's a girl. Yeah, that's why she she's your friend. Because you got friend zoned. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why she's your friend. <laughs> no, but I worked uh, one time with a designer and that's it. That's it. So who does all your designing then? Myself. You're, you're, so you're doing the selects. Exactly. Are you charging your client for the selects? For sure. Okay. For sure. Well, the, most of the time people like, uh, I want this type of tile and this and this. I say, perfect. So it's going to look like this. I have pictures from old jobs or whatever. Yeah, usually you, it so ends sh- up being the, the, the trends always end up being the same anyway. So you have pictures of the last job that but you I, did. But I just find, are, are you anywhere near the ballpark of what designers are charging? Because back in Toronto, no. it's 500 bucks an hour no, it's, it's for exactly. a designer. Yeah. And then there's shopping rates, 150 to 350 wow. for Imagine. them to go shopping. Per hour. And then there's the initial plan. The scope. Yeah, but let's say this is a big project. We're talking about high-end projects. Let's say an entire little, house. Yeah, it's it's easily a twenty to thirty thousand dollar design setup. Wow. Then you got to do the shopping charges. Then you got to do changes, which is the hourly rate at that yeah. point. Is that the same here? Basically, well, my friend has a yeah. She's basically charging a lot, but she has good clients. A lot of the Juca, uh, how you say community it? community, and they're good. They have a lot they of are, money. They are, they are good, and and she makes a lot of money. I I guess right. Yeah. But yeah, she charges a lot. Is I she think. charging the contractors kickback? She should. If she doesn't, she should. That's a huge I epidemic back in Toronto that I can't stand. Mm-hmm. There's first of all, the designer doesn't deserve a single kickback at all. I don't give a shit anything. Okay, I thought you said they should give the contractor a kickback. No, no. Oh, so she's charging ex- the. Yeah, they're expecting the contractor to kick back the designer for giving the job to the contractor. Yeah, please. That's wrong. That's wrong. wrong. But that goes on. 
Well, I'm yeah. a, and Toronto goes on. I don't know how it's right, for England. sure. It goes on here too. That's uh, so they go. Oh, we gave you the job, so yeah. give us ten percent yeah, of the job. Exactly. And a designer, and it, it complicated your life, right? <laughs> they come in. You're halfway there. Oh well, the client wants to change this, you know, and change this and put this and and then change everything. Yeah, it's it's simple. No, it's not simple. We yeah. need to reroute every plumbing, every electricity, yeah. every. We need to redo everything. So now you're dealing with the client to charge an extra. Well, they're they're charging big bucks, so I wouldn't be opposed to a designer who, you know what? Maybe designers should have to get their RBQ license too. They then, should. You know oh what? my goodness! I was just thinking that they don't have that. No, no, no. They you have their. They, they, they should. They have their license to be on the uh, on the project. If, when, you know, with, um, even with stilettos. What what? With stilettos? With no, they still have that. Avec, avec le, avec kept the, kept They still need their protect their boots, uh, their hard health hat. and security cards. Yes. that's it. That's what I well, that's what I know. But I mean, in all fairness, CCQ they should have designers should be a part of that. In all fairness, designers should be have to get their RBQ license. They should. Yeah. should if, if they're like, okay, so they the, gotta know at least the codes and the security the, and all that yeah. stuff. They gotta know they, they, they they're exactly. gonna have to pass their test, their yep. exams and shit for that kind of stuff. Unless yeah. they're using the argument that they're just finishing, but, yeah, they're, but they're not. not when you finishing. get when you get well, bathrooms, finishing if you a finishing carpenter on a new build, you still have to have your cards. Your cards yeah, yeah. Right. so kitchens, bathrooms. No man, they should definitely be a hundred thousand percent have to have their card. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So 100%. how did they get around that? Well, they, they just do la cour de sécurité. I'm guessing, yeah, and they're able to be on the job security. site with their security with their uh, santé sécurité. But card you guys have that already with their healthy. Yeah. yeah, well, that it's a weekend course. <laughs> what is it? Or two weekends or whatever it is, right? It's quick. Okay, we're starting a new movement. Make designers go to school. Uh. <laughs> My list of people that don't like me is already long, man. Yeah, I don't need any more. <laughs> I'm, not gonna I'm planning on adding on to that list. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, we're enough grappas in now that I can see whatever the fuck I think I that want. was seven. Was that seven? No, I think we're like it's at two per eight show. Eight anyway. Seven was before. We have nine. to do one more for this show. That's eight. That's eight. Okay, let's show. Go. Let's do it. But you know, an espresso would be nice to go for it as well, too, man. Yeah, but. It's over there in the in the kitchen. I'll be like, I don't remember saying any of that. Three, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, what are we, what are we after, saying? After the eighth one, I remember. Yeah. Okay, salute. So this one's for designers getting the CCQ card. Oh, yes. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> salute. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Well, they're gonna hate us. I need to catch up. I like four right now. They're gonna hate us. If we, man. Had, if we had four with him, we were then we're like at 11, 12. Oh, mon dieu, can you believe what they said on that podcast about designers? The assholes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> When's Guys, the next time? We should not, stop that Toronto guy. Never let him into the province it's, it's again. Not a, uh, it's not a bad sentiment, I would No, no, I, I, I really think it's think a fair. If we, if we have I think a, it's a fair an intellectual, yes. proper conversation, it's not, a, it's not a bad sentiment in the sense where if you're gonna be able, if you want the power to come on the job site and tell me how to what to do then you should be have the apt well like, you're designing yeah you're exactly, drawing exactly you're, drawing. you're it's like choosing. an engineer yes you so that's why it's in the same realm mm-hmm. that's I, why i think be. so anyways well, I'm sure engineers need to have it too well they have engineers, the, they have the course right? you know, they, they have, have the, the rings and everything yeah you know? so the, the, the architects yeah they, also so the, then the, why the, the hell the designers don't well have designer what do they do it's, man it's they like the rug what do they do? They pick the rug and they pick the tile, whatever it uh, is. But I'm saying my, my point. Send your letters to Danny. Yes, please. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I, I'm not shitting on them because I also, when I renovated my personal apartment, we hired a designer just so that we could have a direction. But I'm saying is that most designers 
are going to come onto the job site and tell you this is how we have to do it. This is where I want this wall and this is where I want this. So for you to be able to tell me that, then you should be able to have you to go know. to the same schooling that we are to learn how... I'm like, not disagreeing with you, man. Know? Where the structures of the building, everything. You need to know all that. Anything. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, Let's put a let's put a window a petition. right on the structure. You know, okay, start a petition. I'll sign it. <laughs> I don't know if it has any we value. Have, we have bigger things to worry about. It. How's, oh, yeah. um, how's suppliers here in Quebec? Has it been a shit show? As... Well, I mean, I, all I've seen is suppliers' costs, mm-hmm. like of material, That's has insane. just gone through the That's roof. Insane. And the constant argument, I get, not even an argument, the constant reasoning behind it is China shipping container. Yeah, well, you know, everyone uses the excuse of China shipping container. Well, here in Quebec, we produce our own wood. Yeah. Most of the, it's like, it's like, let's. Well, this is again talking like that, talking about how people will take advantage of a situation, exactly. right? I'm sure the lumber. The lumber industry said, okay, we're taking advantage of this situation. And it's what they did because it's impossible. Like, hey, I, I was like, also talking on. more about tile, slabs. Well, they, This is all stuff that comes from overseas. It's important, right? So, yeah. yeah, for that, it was a bit... I mean, I had some delays for the tiles and everything. Because I was supposed to get some de- uh, tiles, let's say, in December, beginning of December. And it was more like end of January. I'm going to receive them if they come in. So that's a lot of delays. That's a lot of stuff for, you know, clients and delays, everything. But like structural wood, G-Proc and stuff like no, that. I, mean, I never, no I never felt it. In the brick, I never, you know, felt, you never it. felt it. Not, it? not once, no. But your brick is either coming from Canada or from Ontario. South. Yeah. Or Ontario, uh, yeah. from Canada. From or Brampton Brick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but you Brampton Brick has a facility well, in, we have, we have in a uh, Chicago, I think, or, or Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. Yes, exactly. So everything's still North America. Yeah. So I brick, never felt it. Then we wood. have uh, Rhinox, who's a local company here that they, they produce here, not far away from here. Permacon has a shop right yeah, here. Yeah, but pretty yeah. much every construction materials head office or manufacturing plant is in this province. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, like, we shouldn't have... I never... But we did. Like, for, for the price I, has gone through all through the roof. Again, it's taking, taking advantage of the situation. I don't want to see... I, took a, I think I took advantage... I don't want to say of the situation, but I used COVID to catch up to what the price that I felt Ex- I yeah, needed, I needed exactly. to, to, to be at. In what respect? Like the, your labor rates? Yeah, my you labor rates. Bit, yeah, right? exactly. How, how, do you, uh, how do you go, Danny? You do like 50-50? Or? What do you mean? No. Like for, for like materials and labor? What, no, where, where you, you, you could tell you're new, eh? I'm new, I'm new. So I just want to know <laughs> like how you much, guys... Man. How you guys roll? Like how 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 man, I mean Listen, I learned a real quick lesson in the very beginning is I started noticing all the other trades like electricians, HVAC and plumbing, they were itemizing everything. I I looked at it and I was like, technically speaking, I can itemize everything. So if your item line item for electrical cost is if I dissect into it all the switches, all the plugs, the cable, the panel, all, all that stuff, then that's the itemize. So I would itemize everything, get to that cost, and all of a sudden I add my markup on it. And mm-hmm. then I look at my labor rates that are attached just to me or my employees that exactly. are attached yeah. to the job. That's how it is. And it's, it's never been fi- in the beginning when I got started. I always assumed that a lot of people, yeah, it 50, was $10,000 for all the material. So that means I'm going to charge $10,000. But it was always the other way around. Like it would be $10,000 for material. And then I figure out the, the labor and I was like closer to 15, 15 or 20. Exactly, yeah. I, charge, I, can, I, I get my cut off the materials and everything because yeah. I get you know, rebates. Well, it's an argument I have with a client too, right? Because... Because he's like, I told him that it's, for me it's time and material plus my percentage that I 
not for the break. There's got to be a markup for, for, my for running a business. You're, well, not not for my break, for my for my bathroom renters or, or my, my my rentals that I do in the winter. And it's a difficult conversation to have with a client because I'm going to tell him, he goes, how much is it going to cost me to do my washroom? I said, it's going to cost you 25 grand. But we don't know. It could cost you 35 grand. The best you thing that I mean? you can do, and, and I, hopefully you are doing it as well, do not be afraid to have any conversation with any client about money. About extras, I, too, and about I, extras. Extras, money, anything. I, I tell them, like, there's a lot of rentals I do, like old places and stuff like that. I'm like, if I open a wall, I'm telling you right now, if I open a wall and uh, you need a, a new self-leveler for the, you know, you need to reroute everything, for sure. It's an extra. Extras. And clients are like, always like, yeah, 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 no but problem. I'm already paying you 25000 uh, <laughs> Why? Do I'm I not a magician. <laughs> I can't see through walls. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what and then you the start, other person did. You start, you stop, you say, listen, this is a problem, this is a problem. There's a leak there in your window, so we need to redo everything if I want my job to be nice. And I don't want you call me in five years and say, Oh, listen, there's a leak here. There's moisture. I mean, you know, you want to put the koala, whatever. Whatever, you you know. So, yeah, I talk to my clients about that. And most of them, they understand, you know. But some people are like, okay, yeah, no problem. But but when it comes to time, to pay. It's it's expensive. I mean, why? But look at it in every other industry. Every other industry that you deal with, your accountant will tell you what their rates are to do your bookkeeping, to do your annual taxes, to do your corporate taxes, to do your personal taxes. If you, unfortunately, are in construction, one day you will deal with a lawyer, and a lawyer will give you their hourly rates, the associate rates, and they'll actually, the smart lawyers will leave a little note saying, this is not guaranteeing that you will win. Exactly. I love yeah. that note there. Yeah. That's a beautiful note. We should have that note. <laughs> it's not guaranteeing exactly. that your house will stay up. No, you can't do that, right? <laughs> and we have to argue with them for $50 an hour or whatever it is. So every right? industry, so you go buy something at Walmart, you buy something at Costco, All the everything's there. So then with us in construction, it's there, man. Anything you can't see, unforeseen, open up the wall. I discover that. Let's have a conversation. This has to be done. Technically mm-hmm. speaking, I have to repair this. Mm-hmm. Here's the cost associated with See, repairing that this. I learned with my first my first job in construction with uh, Alain Trudel. They were work, that's it. This guy was amazing. Would open a wall. No, this this job stays there. I'm not I'm not gonna close the walls or I'm not gonna finish everything. Can't. I'm not gonna build a structure Can't. because this Until needs to be Until you give me changed. the okay to to exactly to do this. the client the job would stop right there. Clients some clients would argue and everything. I said, listen, if I close your wall. First of all, I'm not going to close your wall. Because yeah. honestly, in five years, it's going to be all quick. You're going to I can't me. sleep. Yeah. You can't yeah. sleep. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple as that. You can't they, close the wall if you're not happy with exactly. it. Exactly. Some client went. I mean, he's he's an honest guy for sure. I mean, I could put my hand in fire for that. But like some job costs like 50 or 100K more just because when you open the walls and everything. Well, that's that's if you're buying in the end, you're buying an old place. And that's the gamble that you're it, that that's a gamble. That's it. But don't you like homeowners? Do they do them here? Home inspections? They do, but right now with COVID, they can't. A, well, people, you know, it's so it's it's a rush to buy because one house is gonna pull up three nine nine. There's a lot of people buying without inspection too. It's, without home home inspections, guarantee. it's a new thing right are now. Are the yeah. biggest scam in the entire world. I agree. They're garbage, and the people that do them are garbage. This is an <laughs> idea that they I have had. no value whatsoever, yeah. and it's all because of the last page in that home inspection report. Yeah, exactly. The, the same as the lawyers. page where it actually signs and signs off, the homeowner signs off, that last page in layman's terms basically says, everything I just told you, I'm no longer liable, liable. for any of it. Exactly. Wow. 100%. That's, That's why I think they're garbage. 
Well, look, my banks are the only ones in financial institutions are the only ones that press for home inspections because they're completely oblivious to the construction industry. Yeah. And they want another oblivious person to come in to assume what's going on in that when, house. When I was younger and uh, less tired and more motivated, <laughs> DJ, Papa. this was one of my, my ideas was that was to s create a group of trades to be doing home inspections. Which is the thing because I get those home inspections. You'll like, never leave the house, man. Your home inspection will take two weeks. Yeah, you will find two hundred thousand dollars worth of damage, uh, and they yeah. don't want to hear any we, of we that. We would stop the wheel from turning, I guess, at that That's point, it, yeah. right? But but it's I'm not. Good, a, it's oh, you're good now. <laughs> before you, okay, before, now I feel bad. Peer uh, pressure. Yeah, before, I'm sorry. I feel bad. Peer pressure. <laughs> you were saying I was telling you a bit cockatiel right now. <laughs> Right, but I, I get a bunch of Thank calls. You. Do you guys get these calls too from like real estate agents and saying, "Hey, my client is uh, about to buy a house, and there's a little problem with uh, for me. It's the brick. I would like for you to come and like this, take a look, so to see how much we can take down the price." Do you get those calls? I get a hundred of those a year. I, I do. I just oh, say wow. I, I give I them two words. Them. The first one starts with F, and the second one ends with F. Yeah, and then I hang up, and that's yeah. it. That's the no. End of what I say is that yeah, I do do this type of thing, but it's the three hundred dollars for me to come. Yeah, in and see. Who's this one for? Home inspectors. Home inspectors. Home inspectors. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so Number guys. nine? No, I think we're like in the 12 because 12? he had five. Right, right now I'm at probably, I took like three before the start. To Just be very honest, I think the podcasts are better when there's alcohol. I agree. Always. I'm so glad I got that podcast license. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. We're in a private place right now. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We're in Quebec. Apparently, you no, need a license need your for card. everything. You need your cards to you know, be drinking I need my card to have actually a drink yeah. on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was my idea. I wanted to create a, a, like a group of, of trades. and, and It's actual, a smart do, idea. Do a real but home listen, in, how many things are you going to see and then you're gonna? it's going to eat away at you? This has to be done. This has to be done. This well, no, because... because the, you, you know, I guess they want to they want to know if it's if it's extremely dangerous. But most of the time, right? It's not it's, it's, they want to know like the the cost that you know that it that it entails to fix it if ever it does. Have you guys ever t removed a load bearing wall? Load bearing wall in a structural uh, wall. Have yeah, you ever yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you like gotten to I the just point? Did. Yeah. So okay. So. You've got an engineer involved, and they signed off on what was going to be replaced, yes. used, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And then you, as a contractor, you're building your two secondary walls, temporary exactly. walls, to take the, to load, right? Mm -hmm. You're not told by anybody. We usually build it with like a top, bottom plate, and then you put a stud every single, either rafter or if it's a floor joist, every 16 or every 24. Exactly. You do it on both sides. You cut out the old wall. There's no pressure those two temporary walls are taking the load no problem at all mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you start you put in the beam in there right but it's not fully fastened and then you start removing the temporary wall and, and one drops. by one they just start to fall off like little toothpicks basically saying that the structure wasn't really being held so much about this and this new beam is just overkill and and you look at the scenario and you're just like going you know as a general contractor where your extremes are, how much you can do and what you can't do. That's the problem with the home inspectors is that I can look into an attic and I can see rafters being cut or this is cut out or that's cut out or there's a big notch out of this because an electrician or an HVAC wanted to drive a pipe through it or some shit like that. But I think I have enough experience to look at it and go, 
the house you, won't you'll fall. You'll be okay. Won't fall. Whereas they see it and it's like, oh, it's this a needs huge to be red flag. Yeah, and now yeah. you got to do this and you got to do this yeah. and you got to do that. No, yeah. you don't. No, yeah. you don't. Hundred percent. We all have seen worst. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Stuff. yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna it, it's gonna hold for years. It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that Homes bad. Homes are designed a certain way that you can do so much damage to even the older uh, nominal lumber, uh, and you know, like the true two inch yep. and whatever. You can do so much damage to that; it could still hold. It's still going to take the structure. There's a reason why you got a hundred year old structure and, and the main floor still sinks down to where the main beam is, but it's still holding. My, my house is like that. Yeah, my but even though there's like there. a million holes in it from Swiss cheese, everyone's oh, been drilling it. through that's the years. Exactly the one I got. Yeah, in the solid. I think it's no, I think it's normal. I changed one because it was way too much. Like everything was notched, like for at least I was a two by eight. I mean, like, yeah, two by eight. It was notched like six inch and a half. I changed it. Did, did you know, technically speaking, by engineering certificate, uh, structural status, if there's a joist on any floor, it's completely illegal or compromising, I should say, sorry, compromising, to notch out on the ends of it. So to drill a hole through it, any dimensional lumber, you can drill up to two and a half inch hole, yeah. depending on the size, two by eight or two by 10 or whatever it is, right? You can drill a two and a half inch hole. That's max in the center. But the moment you notch it out like those really creative electrician or the home automation <laughs> guys like, would I'm do. Imagine you would think it, yeah. it's the thing that does less That's, damage. It's just like sawzall, sawzall, hammer. There you sawzall, go. Sawzall, sawzall, hammer, hammer right? Yeah. Based on that, every engineer I've ever spoken to has said, you have to sister this thing now on one side. You do. If there's a notch on the top or if there's enough notches, you have to sister on both sides now mm-hmm. because that's where the compromise is. But if they kept on just drilling holes in the center, get the fuck out of here. It's, fine. it's structurally sound. Yeah, you are fine. It's 100% structurally sound. I guess because you're creating arches? Is no, that, because is now that? you've got a structural member that's it's strong like this, but now you've made a cutout. It makes it weak. Weak. And that's where it's going to break. Hole, the so hole you're creating arches, hole, you're creating. And it goes right. It's like a bridge. It's like a bridge. It's like yeah, a bridge. Exactly. Yeah. Because I've studied in, in, in engineering. I mean, also. Yeah. He's the youngest person to do the most things ever in his <laughs> life. The best yeah. thing you can do for yourself is whenever you have an engineer on a job site, they're being paid three fifty, five fifty for whatever their flat is for an on-site visit. Keep them fucking there as long as possible yeah. and start thinking about all the future rentals you have in your head. What's going on in your own personal home and start picking their brain yeah. because they're on the clock and they're getting paid for one hour or four hours. Yeah, but most of the new school guys won't even have the no, answer for you. No, you get the old school guys. The old school guys, old yes. School. The new school guys will never give you an answer on the spot. No. Because no, they're too sure. nervous. They're too nervous to give you an answer. Because they don't Experience. know the info. Yeah. Experience. Yeah, but like as, as I go, I know my own stuff because I studied I my degree and I know exactly like, okay, this 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 is not good, this is good for resistance and everything because I know I studied, I built the, I built the nose for the F, uh, F-18, the jets. Whoa! Yeah, the, the nozzle. Um, I didn't know we were doing a podcast with the most interesting man no. in Montreal. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know Maverick was here. What's but, going on here, man? <laughs> but, yeah. You built the nose of a jet? I designed the nose of a jet for the uh, Canadian Army, yeah. Holy cow! But I had a couple people around, but I part I participate and I, I engineer them with these. So CNC why don't you sell jets to N- Nicaragua? Well, you know what? I'm thinking about <laughs> think about my little, little dollar, you know, cash envelopes, you know. You're not allowed to do cash in Nicaragua. So, so <laughs> that's got a lot of engineering and aerodynamics and drag coefficients attached to that nose, right? It is, yeah. Like it's insane it's, amount of math. A thousand, thousand of like yeah, a thousand. Wow. Of like this, it needs to be perfectly on point, like balance everything, because it's the tip, it's the it's the, it's the, it's the nose, right? 
Well, it cuts through the air. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Holy cow. That was insane. That was cool. That was good years. And then afterwards, I realized. So that's what you formally trained for. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was supposed to be a mechanical engineer. And then afterwards, I, I switched it. University, I went to marketing. And I realized. How do you go from engineering to marketing? I don't know. Mechanical uh, engineering to marketing. Mechanical engineering. And then I stopped. I said to myself. To, cons- to bartending to construction. <laughs> I had, so <laughs> it's safe to say Phil wasn't good in school. <laughs> that was good. I had good grades. I was first in class and everything. It was, it was really good, except from French. French, I was bad. I was really bad. But you're originally from Ontario? No, no, you're no, Quebecois, but French and Quebecois have a different language. Si j'aurais. It's always conjugation of things. It's hard. It's, it's French is so hard. So yeah. I decided to move on and say, okay, marketing. Now, I love financial. I know, like everything re- related to math and an engineer, I loved it, right? But I said to myself, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a schoolboy. I, I like to work with my hands. You know, I invest. I'm a, I'm a people guy. I love to talk a lot. So I bought a restaurant. Sold the restaurant. Um, <laughs> How old are you? I bought a place at uh, 26. Holy cow, man. When you been doing this? Since you were 10? Uh, I had beer at 13 years old. You're you still know? the owner of uh, Voga? I sold. I sold, sold Voga. I sold, okay. uh, Which restaurant was it? It's Voga Italian restaurant. Uh, I'm not going to do a shout out for this restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Anymore. Just kidding. Okay. okay. So then when you became 12, what did you do after <laughs> that? After you bought the restaurant at so 13. I, I bought a Lamborghini. So Doogie <laughs> Hauser, when you became a doctor, like what's going on here, man? Catch me Mechan- you Mechanical engineer, talking about all this boring stuff, and we have the fucking most interesting man in Montreal here. We're talking to him about load-bearing walls. When you going into space rockets? Uh, What's going on? (laughs) Been to moon, right? Mars. Uh, Everybody's going to Mars. Nobody's going to moon anymore. (laughs) Sorry, it's too young, you know. Um, That's funny, man. So marketing didn't work out. Marketing didn't work out. Did a year and a half, and I realized. I mean, I loved. I did construction with my buddy, and I said, "I, I like that. I like construction, but most of all, what's my objective? Like, what I want to do later on is invest. You know, buy some um, some doors and you know build something really good. Yeah. So I can be financially independent and then, I mean, travel the world. I travel a lot in my life. Thank thanks to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that like kind of driving me. So I want to be able to just you know and move like travel, but being but having some stuff here that I can financially you know uh they can back me up for everything so are you kind of traveler like myself or wherever it doesn't matter where you go you just stop and look at buildings and structures and doors and i'm bad i guess it's natural for us it's almost like staring at the sun eh? like it's just like since it's since the beginning people tell me about it yeah you'll see you'll see and like my friend you know no it ain't the same until you see i'm like nah every time i I walk in i'm like okay this is but you're walking with someone who's not in construction and and you're looking at this is this happened to you it's annoying like Like my girlfriend are you a relationship breaker do you understand like are you looking at this do you are you looking at do you see it the girl's like like, what the fuck like i don't know like are you serious that's the bad every time we go out we go to a restaurant we love restaurants yeah every week restaurant look at this building look at this brick Look at the exact. Looks look. like every other fucking. Have you, have oh, you been? Crooked. Have you been to okay. Japan? No, never been to Japan. Japan, you'll stop every friggin' foot and just look at all the woodworking on roofs, fences, gates. Oh, really? You're yeah. like roofs. You, you want to talk about cedar shakes? I I looked at. I stared at oh. roofs for hours. <laughs> really? You know what it was? It was thin little dowels layered on top of each other. That was the roof. Imagine. Wow. Wasn't shingles? Wasn't it? It was like little cedar. Dowels. 
I have photographs of it, like incredible. beautiful cross sections of it. And then they have the. And then um, they go away with a design too, I'm sure. And everything like that. The incredible. arches and, and everything, the wood that's like easily 200, 300, 400 years old. Then they had the downspouts, which are the collective. Uh, the, the Flu- yeah, the I, I don't even know what the, oh, the hell's the name. I'm forgetting that. It's, it's like a little, it's a chute that ne- goes to the next chute, to the next chute, to the next oh, chute. Yeah, so the yeah, rain actually go, it catches and it catches on the chain and it goes to the next go one on and, and it goes on. to the next one and it goes to the next one. So you get this this beautiful sound when it rains. Yeah. Like this beautiful, instead of what we get, ting, 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 ting. I want to go to Japan now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to go no, to Japan. like Japan, you'll stop every single foot and be mesmerized. Like I stopped at fences. Like yeah. I was looking at fences. Here fences are uh, because the fence. No, there's no fasteners. There's no brackets. There's no nothing. It's just all woodwork together. There are years and years and and Japanese woodworking is like a different planet. Yeah, it is insane. That's why you got to go with somebody that respects architecture Mm -hmm. and respects how things are built. No, he doesn't. He has a girlfriend, so he has to go with his girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. Does she respect (laughs) any of it? Yeah, but imagine he says, "Hey, oh, there babe. you go. That's what Tinder's for." Hey, uh, hey. Swipe, <laughs> swipe right if you want to go to Japan. Do you like wood? <laughs> All right, okay, good. Do, yeah. do you like morning wood and real wood? Come to Japan with me. Uh, <laughs> Every time I tell her, "Look, look," she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to give a fuck." Yeah, yeah, like, so, food, correct good. me if I'm wrong, man. Like, if you're building a nose cone of a spaceship or a, a fighter jet, there's a lot of money in that, no? There is. Uh, we were also, we did the. Um, oh, here we go. Here's another one. Here's when another he was one. 16. You know Michelin, the tires. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 16. <laughs> you know Michelin, the tires. The tires the Michelin. Michelin. Yeah, Michelin tires. tires. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, we built the, um, the, uh, the machine that um, actually expands the, the, the rubber to make the tire. And it's all leveled out. Like, it's, it's insane. But it was so expensive. There is uh, 182 pieces same pieces around to build the frame so it expands right one piece would take uh, four hours to make in the machine it to mill it to mill the to mill everything and then i had to finish it my you know hand finish it and then calculate every every uh like every dimension everything and pass it through a test so it's it's fine and then afterwards assembly everything was this before or after you invented the marketing scheme of the michelin man what was that that was after <laughs> I, was, I don't know it was before was when you were six so <laughs> how many years did you play with rubbers man like uh, <laughs> never used rubber never <laughs> did man the hell rubbers you know but that He's was a raw so you, you had you were part of the team designing that yeah yeah it was expensive like every people would pay a million dollars like I mean, they they didn't want to really show the price and everything, but it was really expensive. Yeah, Engineering these are and huge stuff. corporations with it a lot is. of money behind yeah. them. Mm-hmm. That pro- that prototype better be perfect, right? Oh, I had oh, I made a couple of mistakes. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It's how been a year, a couple of years now, so I'm good long, to say. How long it. did it take uh, to go from A to Z? Like uh, to perfect product. At least two weeks, I would say. That's two it. weeks Full from time. a design concept on what that machine's going to be? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. For, no, so to, to build for, it. To a, to from A to Z. To build it or to, like the concept? No, the whole project. Whole project. Uh, just to tie into what, what Pino was saying. Yeah. How, he was, uh, how long did the whole project take? I know for, like, let's say for, because I design. got the plans, I was I arrived halfway there. So the design were there. Uh, took another, like, two weeks to uh get everything like tested out on the machines and everything so probably take them uh, i don't know i'd say two months to create at to least create. even and more this even is more. It's just manufacturing um, it's just man it's just taking the product checking the everything done exactly because I, I i got halfway in for this project and then afterwards we sent it to the uh the shop to build it okay but take, took this another has got to be seven figures 
Oh yeah, for sure. So Michelin's paying seven figures for this. Yeah, yeah for sure. Can but you it sell makes, it, it makes to Bridgestone? Can you sell it to Pirelli? Can you sell it? You to can't. You sign uh, confidentially, uh, confidential uh, the papers. Non-disclosure. You know what I miss? Yeah, disclosure. Pirelli's calendar. Ooh. You remember? You're you're too young to no, remember he, that. No, here in Montreal we have like the it's the same the same twelve <laughs> girls that have been going around for the last ten years, but it's always like the trucker companies I know, that those, have it. Those, those girls, guys, though, those the same, girls. There's always like one Asian. Those, those girls. One Asian girl, <laughs> one black girl, and but it's the same twelve girls for the last ten years. But those I girls know are in their fifties and sixties right now. Yes, in I know, real but life. it's the same 12, 12 girls. I know them all. I know Maddie. There's Maddie. One of them is Maddie. <laughs> From Saint Jerome, <laughs> huh? they're French Canadian, really? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I, you know what? You want to put a nice smile on me, like a nice pleasant smile on me, is me walking into a shop or a mechanic shop and yeah. seeing one of those calendars, man. Yeah, I miss those calendars. Oh, as much as they're disgusting and are politically incorrect and all this other crap, yeah. I think they're very, very fucking cool. They are cool. I think they're the coolest thing ever. I, I have no, no and if there's hands on no, no, there's it, a thumb the, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thumb it's it's I, I don't, don't want to say anything to get in trouble, man. Because <laughs> okay. the brick now? chick is my fr- the big the brick chick is my friend, and the sun trawler from uh, where's she from? The sun trawler. You tell Yuki. me. Apparently, you're the casting guy. So uh, what's going on here, then? <laughs> I don't want to say anything to disrespect anyone, but like you said, it's 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 cool. Maddie from Saint Jerome. She's she was my girlfriend for two years. From the I miss I miss those things. Oh. Those little, the pen you flip it upside down and her dress comes off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like those. It's like things. it's like kind of it's kind of like the history of construction. If you if you stop and think about it, right? Yes. It's that, that's what it is, right? Yes. It's like the history of construction. And yes, we've evolved with the times, and we've understood that it's not politically correct anymore. But but it's oh. part of us. It's part of our heritage. Like I stopped watching porn, right? Because, because <laughs> <laughs> in 2021, <laughs> that, that was last year. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, 20, I, I always. <laughs> so you're two weeks sober. I'm like woke culture for me. The year is 2020 or 2021 is when I like switched. I'm going to back woke. to 1921. Yeah, uh, <laughs> back in the days. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hear the, the the stories and everything. I was like. Why am I born here? Like, what, what, what time? <laughs> you were born I, too late? I born too late. Way too late. I see yeah. my dad talk about Well, you can tell. You know, like, the guys that are motivated 26 years old, you got to kind of have an old soul. Yeah, you right? have to. You have an old because soul. Because that was the mindset of them back then. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I know 26-year-olds that are lost as opposed to someone who, well, who that's invented where the, the Michelin Man from. at five years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what else did you tackle? <laughs> what else? Give us one Holy more story. cow, man. Yeah. Like, you started off with construction, like, boring, 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 boom. Uh, what else did I tackle? <laughs> I engineered. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, uh, probably 40 jobs, different jobs before. Yeah. 40 at least, yeah. We had fun at Marabu. Yeah, oh, shout out to Heath and, and uh, Saint Silver. We had guys. a fun time. To who? Heath. Heath was the owner of uh, of the club that we worked at together. In oh, I got Silver. it. Okay. He's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. Clubs up north. are all closed down now. Right? Yeah, yeah, nothing at all. Now. So what the hell's everybody been doing? Just house parties? Or you can't even do that? Porn. Yeah, Porn. OnlyFans. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I started my own OnlyFans. I didn't put it yet online, but I'm doing my own OnlyFans now. I'm gonna pay for that. No, but just uh, <laughs> now it's the grandpa talking. We're, oh. we're poor Phil, who's next, man. Poor guy, you're in trouble, oh, Phil. Man. We're shit, talking about. Good. We're not talking about anything. 
productive anymore. It's over. I right? hope you're going to talk about the cardinal or something like that. <laughs> how are you going to follow up Phil? <laughs> he invented the Michelin. No, man. In, in, all, <laughs> Debbie, in all fairness, everybody has done really well right after everybody. They've all yeah. c- brought a, uh, a new flavor. But even the last yeah. the last one with my family, it got better towards as soon as you flip the 75 paper. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like, oh, fuck, we're over. Now we got to talk about everything crazy. You know? <laughs> So uh, so I feel for your generation getting started, and it's an uphill battle, especially in Quebec, all these rules. I hope you stick with it, dude. Honestly, I, I hope you found your sub-trades and guys that will support you and mm-hmm. keep moving forward because we need more people like you in construction. Yeah, well, it's it's like I said, it's hard to find people to, to help out. Like, I mean, employees or something like that. So right now I have, like I had my brother. And I had two other guys. We were four to start off. And then afterwards, the two and other guys. you were guys subbing out some other stuff? Mm-hmm. You were Pardon? subbing out other anything like the electrical, the HVAC, or? No, well, it's, you have no choice though, to do two sub out the electrical and the plumbing. You have right? to, right? Or, or it's physics Oh, yeah. Well, small jobs. I would do it. You tackle it. Yeah, we done it. It's like, yeah, I, everyone I, does. In, in every, like, honestly, in my 40 jobs, I pulled joints, did electricity with electricians. I, uh. I touch everything a little bit, so I know exactly. I, I'm not going to start electricity completely in the house. I'm going to hire someone to be legal, you know? Plumbing, but, I would never touch. I would never touch plumbing. But plumbing... I do it all the time, dude. If I'm I changing a sink, okay, I'll that just kind, that kind of the stuff, hell yes, out of it. The, I'll solder. I'll do all that no, stuff. You know what? not interested. I do everything. Because there's too much damage after that. It's like if, <laughs> if, 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 you, if most plumbers God will come forbid. out, what do you got, Manny? A sink? Mm, yeah. Crickets. Crickets. My, my plumber crickets. comes out. That's why I'm like For one sink? No problem. For one sink? The day after. No problem. Then you got a good plumber, man. I do. We have a good team. Wow. I love my team. We have a good team. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. so it's hard to... Yeah, a good team. That's the, that's the spirit, you know? That's that's what creates the big bones of your, of your company. And then you can go... You can go far with that, but me, it's, it's to start off, it's to find people. So right now, I'm actually doing my stuff and, and helping out my friend. He has his own company, he has his people. So whenever he needs help, I go over there, I bring my guy. So we we do his job, and then afterwards, he comes and helps me. So it's like a give and give. Eventually, I would love to partner up with this guy and then just build one big company, and we can yeah. be together. That's a smart move. But it's hard because they're because um, it's, it's different minds. You know, you need to... You need to, to work to on the strengths, man. You know whatever what? you're strong at, whatever he's strong exactly. at. Exactly. He's take more. It. He's no paper. He's yes. only like a guy for the like for the job on site. That's a disadvantage. I'm more yeah. Client people, you know, take a little grab a well, shot that, here that's, there. That, that's a way around actually paying the CCQ is if you're all owners, right? You guys can set up yes. your own. You guys can set up. You get your really? car. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get your cards. You have your competence cards that you're allowed to work on site. But you don't have to contribute into the CCQ, exactly. and you don't have to get your CCQ hours. You you create your own. So the owners own. of the business that they, are dealing directly with the clients. If you're the owner, and if you're the representative of the CCQ at the CCQ, which I am there on the CCQ, I'm the representative. You don't have to register your hours on site. Mm-hmm. I've never hated yeah. three letters more than I hate those CCQ. letters. Eh? Yeah. So basically, and I don't even pay into it. Imagine, like, let's say I could make my that the representative of the ccq and yeah I, he does not have to get paid ccq hours because he's the representative which mm-hmm. is, is bullshit. but so that's a way around it for you guys if you're owners of the company i guess that's the best setup to do is that you have your competence cards 
and you're an owner of the company, you don't have to pay into your CCQR hours, but you're going to have to be disciplined enough to say, okay, we're going to put X amount of dollars away from my pension exactly. or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But that's a way. But it's, 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 it's easy because, right, in the end, that could... Uh, a guy costing me close to $80, $85 an hour to hire as a bricklayer. So let's say I'm paying myself those CCQ hours. It's costing me cost-wise $80 an hour, let's say, to be to make the numbers even. Yeah. And I'm actually clearing that $37 an hour. Imagine how much money, like you have that $40 extra. Think about putting a $40 an hour. That's a lot of uh, money, $40. Uh, $40 an hour or whatever it may be. Let's say even if you put an extra $20 an hour, it's 800 bucks a week if you That's do 40 hours. <laughs> and it's... Uh, it's thirty-two hundred dollars a month. It's forty grand a year that you're putting away towards your pension. You'd be making that money from the guy who's actually operating that hospital build that you started off the show <laughs> with. That's the kind of money that's you'd be making. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're gonna be making that kind of money. So that's a way around it. That would be a smart way to do it. Absolutely. That's why the, you know, the smaller companies too. If you're set up properly, it's smart. Everybody in the company should be an owner. You can't mm. do that though. But the, that's what. Well, you gotta do. have a good relationship with everyone, right? Yeah, There's no way you can do that. Can you? You don't think they'll think of that being suspect? Mm, honestly, if well, it's, it's not suspect. We're following the rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vice president, secretary, secretary, treasurer, treasurer. Yeah. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so you get away with it. Three people, let's say you get, well, you, you need get to away use with it. the way. Like they, they are hard here in Quebec, but there's so many ways you can. That's true. We're saying those big corporations that you're talking about that are dealing doing deals. They're right? doing they, it. They, they know. I'm telling you that right now, they're doing it. They know all the loopholes because they're not doing baseball bats. Yeah, no, Let's not anymore. There's no way money, you know, yeah. When you have money, you know how to save money. You know how to exactly go on. You're a fiscalist in English, uh, how you say it? Same thing, fiscalist. Fiscalist. I yes. mean, they, That's they cost exactly. four hundred dollars an hour, but they know how to uh, get you around legally. Yes. But is it illegal? Is it legal? There's but always it's, that gray area. It's, it's always my a gray, favorite but they color. Know, they know how to <laughs> put too. the finger. Uh, gray. I'm coloring. Gray. Gray. <laughs> everything's gray. <laughs> my favorite color. Oh, gray, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That, that, that was nice. About? What do you want to chat about? Still, we got 90 minutes. We got another yeah. 10 or so minutes. I don't know. I'm just trying to smoke a cigarette now. I'm at that point. We have too many grappas. Yes. Uh, how many cigarettes have you smoked? Today? Well, one after every show. So, like, uh, t today I'm at five. Six. Thank you very much. Five or five or six, and a little bit of a hash five or joint. Six. A little so bit I of think a hash been a little joint. More than that. I had a hash joint this morning, before I met you at the cafe. And this show is brought to you by marijuana. <laughs> this, one, this show is, is brought to you by the SQDC. <laughs> that you. Uh, Who's this S one for now? The SQDC. QDC. <laughs> You the guys SQD in your letters. I, I hate the, the alphabet. The SQDC is the uh, uh, where you where you can buy weed here in Quebec. It's governed also by the government, and they're going to be. Um, they need to be privatized, like Ontario. Well, it'll never happen. It's just happening. Uh, we're going to need our two vaccines soon to go and buy booze and buy uh, weed. Or SQDC. you can just go the old school route and go to Jimmy at the corner there. My na my neighbor. <laughs> or go it yourself. Mm -hmm. My de my dealer's my neighbor. Your dealer's your neighbor. Yeah, he actually drops off in my. You mailbox. realize that this is being recorded right now, right? <clears throat> no one knows where. It, no I one used knows. to deal back in the days. So no one knows. This another job. No I one knows where I live, so it's good. <laughs> Shout out to my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> but how far did we get with him? He's twenty-six, but we got as far as sixteen, and him saving the planet. What's yeah. going on next there? From there, he was the first man. 
on the moon? On Mars, yeah. yeah. On Mars? Oh, yeah, it was the first yeah. man on Mars. <laughs> what else is on the table? So, uh, what so is what your, do you what see is yourself? Your like, significant other does. What does she do? For me? Your, your girlfriend, girlfriend, what does she do? She uh, she owns, like, she uh, for two, two or three years now, she uh, has owns her own the whip. metaverse. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, Elon Musk, she put him to work. No, I'm just kidding. No, she, uh, she owns her own business of um, a web design. Okay. All right. Should, uh, like templates and stuff like you that. You gotta have a conversation with her because I'm your second follow on Instagram. Yeah, right? she's not doing a very good job. No, in fact, no, I'll do some shoutouts here. Hopefully, some people will follow you, man. Muriel, Muriel, comment ça fait mal travail là She's gonna hear this. She's gonna hear this. She is insane. She's good. I'm not gonna throw flowers, but the social club—that's her business—really good. And she, in in a space of like an hour, not even. So her handles the social club. Yeah, the social club. Yeah, she's really good. She does like construction guys, also site websites and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, and she is pretty good. Honestly, I would like. I saw a couple. We're. um, It it takes work, huh, man? It Oh, I see her work sometimes on the computer. Fuck. She's like. I'm like. I have the social club underscore. Right. I have a social club underscore underscore. Uh, the social club, uh, yeah, I think underscore her. Which one is it? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I have I have a friend who's who's been posting on her. Uh, social which one? Media. Which one is it? The red one or the white one? Or white the, one. The uh, white one. I'll tell you right so now. So it's the social club underscore no. underscore. No, that's Australia. Social club design. Social club design. Yeah. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work, huh? Like creating a TikTok is a lot of hours. Oh. Well, she doesn't create TikTok. But no, but one. I'm saying this like one? social media, social media in general is a lot of time. It's a lot of hours. I have it's a friend who the problem is that if doing you can, it now, if you can be smart and monetize it, sure. But the problem is that ninety percent of the people are going to take that time and they're making. $0. You can say goodbye to being a contractor. So either you're an influencer, then then do that. By all means, fine. Go ahead and do that. Make your money that way. Yeah. But don't get upset when Manny from Hardcore and the Construction Life tells you you're no longer a contractor. You're an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> an influencer to me is you're an a-hole. So yeah. then by all means, go ahead 100%. and make money that way. That's my bone but to don't, pick. But don't say that you're a contractor anymore because yeah. you're not. That's my that's my bone to pick. I'm, I have these jokes so that I'm an influencer and this and that. <laughs> you are an influencer. I know I am. You're good. You're good. I know. No. I, my joke the, is that's but the my question angle. Is but my how many people does it take to be considered an influencer? If you influence I, I, what? One person? Like I, I said, my goal is that I'm taking whatever amount of hours that I'm taking to try to build my social media, which I'm nowhere. I have 1,500 followers. 1500 followers i have nothing i'm any everybody start following danny dosk nowhere i'm nowhere close to you but i said my goal is to monetize it is that if i'm able to get a couple of free tools here and there for me is the way i would want to cash in on working like whatever free tools right i don't care but my my bone to pick with influencers is or whatever they say influencers is that i look at the word influencer as a positive if you're influencing someone, you should be influencing positive. But most people that tag themselves as influencers, bikinis—they're not—they're not doing anything positive for society. They're you know not. what I mean? So that's the why Kardashians making, can die tomorrow, and I won't miss a beat. But that's why I'm making fun. That's why I—that's why I'm I making won't miss fun a beat. of influencers is because, like, there should be another word. Just like when vegan people make what they call a vegan lasagna, it's not a lasagna because there's no fucking meat and there's no pasta. <laughs> influencers. <laughs> Should not be called influencers if you're not actually influencing any anything positive in the world because then, right? 
I find that I find I find that men that that discuss it's, it's, vegan in a negative it means that they've dated somebody that's a vegan and they just tried it no. and they couldn't succeed. No, my vegan problem is that I can't stand vegan. I'm sorry. Don't, I, I, I don't I don't I don't care about. I'll go it. as far as gluten. I, I, well, I'll gluten, do gluten free pasta. If you're celiac, if you're celiac, I'm not I celiac. I'm not silly. It's just like I do gluten free pasta and that's it. Okay, that's fine. Because I, I found Rumo. Rumo is really good gluten free pasta. So that's my, it. Just my not, only I love animals, man. I'll eat them. I yeah. don't care, man. Well, when you're a cowboy like I am, <laughs> you wake up in the morning and kill Tune that. into Yellowstone. It's one night. of the best show out there. No, it my, is. My, it's pro- really my good problem show. with, my problem with vegan good people. Show, man. Don't talk be- to him about it because he's only on season yeah, one. Don't talk to me. Okay, I know I haven't I haven't seen it. You, you should check it out. You should check it out. I made the mistake of actually watching it, and I started at season four, episode one, and it hooked me. And I was like, wait a minute, this was season four, episode one. I went right wow. back to the beginning, started watching it. The cast of characters are amazing, honestly. And I'm old enough to know about I told you three times today to shut up about it, and you're still <laughs> talking about it. I don't, I don't understand. So let's talk about Yellowstone. We're talking about vegans. <laughs> I want to vegans. finish my point you're about okay, vegans. About vegans. What about vegans and I, social media influencing? Well, I, I just, no, the social media stuff, like I told you, I just Hang want to. Hang on a sec, Danny. We have a guest, eh? Yeah. Okay, there. Go ahead. Okay, his time is up. We're the wrap it up sheet. <laughs> we made it to his 26th <laughs> birthday. We did. Yeah, we made it to his 27th that's birthday. It, okay, that's it. I I just want to throw like the influencer should influence for positive, and like the, your, I, your, your, people's daughters are watching these so called influencers who's, and who, okay, who's I doing want that? positive influence. Who's doing that? I don't know. I have no idea because I have seen only inf- like I'm sure there is. There, I'm, I'm, I'm positive there is, and maybe it's my fault because I'm following these girls or whatever it may be. <laughs> but, but the I, only I the like only social media person I think right now that's heavily positive and using it for positivity, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Like his no his messaging and his social media messaging is a hundred percent positivity skewed towards masculine, defending masculine. And yeah. basically re-educating female, because females think that men control the world, yeah. which is not true. They but, don't. But I, I, don't I, have energy I, I for agree with the, the influencer because I live in that generation, right? And people call themselves influencers, but basically, what, what the hell you're doing I, I on Instagram and everything? And it's there, there's it's girls it's it's seeing it's stuff like that. Uh, oh my god, I want to be like her. No, you don't. You don't. You, you don't, don't want to be like her. She hasn't like. It's, she's talking about proms or, or whatever. I mean, for me and my age, influencers are people, well, like you. Like you him, know? exactly. Like, like you. So exactly. who, do you, who, do you, who do you pay attention to construction-wise on social media? Big companies or big people or people that give um, advices of like, this is how you should, this is how we done, they, like did our stuff and, and it works and or gives advice on construction, but not like, uh, I don't know, there's... Um, can you smell all the paid partnership yeah, social media? Well, you see, you see right away. When, especially when it comes to construction, you can smell all that bullshit. Yeah, you right? can tell that shit sure. right away. Like, okay. oh, um, Dewalt, good, good stuff. You know, oh, Festool, but Festool's good though. But like, it's you see, oh, yeah. I've used my new um, sander. It's insane, doesn't it? I mean, and then you yeah. see other videos. Yeah. The guy's not even using the tool. Yeah. He just did. He just did a video. I'll of just the tool tell everybody. Like, listen, I did some paid posts way back when. Two thousand bucks for a post. Yeah, I know it's a lot of money, and I have some friends that live 
they live off of that. They live off of influence because they I have started, like 15, 30 I started losing my soul. I started realizing, hang on a sec, do I want to be an influencer or do I want to stay as a contractor, an yeah. actual authentic voice? How can I start a podcast and be an authentic like, so, voice? So, so let's say you, with though. the amount of followers you have, 80,000, you're able to like charge people to, to share? Three times a week. What do you mean? So let, let's say post I tag wise. you in three things a week. You would share me three times a week. You can charge someone 2000 bucks yeah, a post. For sure. Really? Corporations. Really? That's where they're making their money. Yeah, well, that's like the, I that's said the future, you, right, I guess? Sure, but then you're an influencer, and you're not a contractor anymore. But I don't like that word. I don't like you're influencer? An influ you're an influencer. I don't you're like an that word either. Because you're I influencing, and you're, and you're motivating people in the industry to better themselves. But the people, the person who has a daughter who, like, f like Phil, that's oh, sitting across you, and, and she's how old is she? 10 years old? She's going to be eight? She's eight years old. She's following these so called influencers. And what they're telling you is that she's not, but she will be. She will be. It's and the makeup. Following these so -called it's the hair. It's and the, the makeup, makeup. And it's, it's the ass. And then the this. And this is how we're going to monetize ourselves. Yeah. And uh, anyways. It's false perception. I don't want to talk about it. It's a that's whole a other, different. That's a, a different. Other. Okay. All right. We got one last segment, Phil. One last segment to do. I can't believe we finished this bottle of grappa that the Phil 12th, Philip brought down, by the oh, way. Oh, that's a problem. That's fucking <laughs> amazing. This for you for influencing. That's influencers. Phil, very nice to meet you, Phil. I can't believe it here. I cannot believe it. I have lemon chili. So construction and a anorak. Anorak. dot inc. Yeah. Uh, you're the owner. I mean, honestly, all the best to you. Good luck with Thanks. it, man. And Appreciate if you ever it. have it's any questions, it's not as if he needs it or anything. Reach well, out I mean, to me. Point, well, I know, eh? Because he's like maverick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I haven't told you. Seventeen years old. I built a Ferrari. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. just kidding. Uh, P. G. A. U. D. R. E. A. U. At Outlook.com. And the construction handle on Instagram is construction.anorak, which is A N O R A K. Guys, please follow him. He's got two followers right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the second one. Oh, yeah. Phil, what is your favorite construction word? Uh, can I say it in French or in English? Of course you can. Totally in any language. Favorite construction word? It's, it's funny to say because his name is Danny, but some people that know me is always, Ah, wait, Danny, Thierry, Danny, Samuel Peter. <laughs> and when I say Samuel Peter, it's the gun, you know, the gun for the, the nailing gun, the rough gun. So take out, take out the gun. But it's Le Peter in Peter? French. So, yeah, that's, I, I use it a lot. And I, it's funny, you know, Thierry, that's la merde. What's your least favorite construction word? That's a good question. Least favorite? Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not as if we sent you these these questions beforehand. No, right? I know. You could I have build a, a you could build a plane, but you can't answer a question <laughs> that we prepared for. Uh, Whatever. Hang on, hang on. Just wait. a nose cone. Can, like, can, can it be a client? Because like, yeah. can be anything. When's the job gonna be done? Yeah. I'm like, we never heard that. When? Before. When? When? Be when? We never heard that. Yeah. What turns you on in construction? Turns me on is uh, all the concept inventing or, or like the, like yeah just the process design, the, process, the process. design everything from my, my head you know I can invent stuff I like it. What turns you off in construction? Turns me off is um, before was waking up fucking too early. Right, right now I love it. Oh, you're too one of those that didn't that? realize that there was two sixes in a day. Exactly, <laughs> I was the one in the bars and clubs finish at three o'clock in yeah. the morning, oh, go to painful. bed at five or four. That's but painful. What turns me off with different perfume all over you? Oh, you know, yeah, different oh, girls. Look. Also, his who's that? His girlfriend's oh, who's that? <laughs> we can't, we can't talk. Here. The hat Our are so on. Back in time. Back in time. But yeah, yeah. what's worse in construction, honestly, uh, could be the noise. 
or the pain, like the back pain, everything. Just you're only the, 26, the man. Wait till you get our age, well, man. I was my a back, hockey player, so that, I, my back it hurts my a back lot. Is, oh, my, wow. my back is. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite curse word? Could be any language. Tabarnak. It's always tabarnak. tabarnak. It's always uh, tabarnak. In French, tabarnak. The and I fucking throw everything. Fucking tabarnak. What is your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Anything in the world? I would say Toyota Tercel, 1998. Four doors black. I had one. You remember Marabou? Of course I remember. It was a legend. This car. Do you got spinners on it? No, I had spinners, but I had a Tweety Bird. Hanging because I bought it from a grandmother, and honestly, not my grandmother, but the grandmother. And that car actually makes the next question. Was the best <laughs> winter car ever you had in your life for sure? It was the best. Never ever. Was it like this? Stop noise. Uh, autom- oh yeah, everything was. It manual. was like that, except for okay. the uh, transmission. Uh, so just for automatic. everybody who can't visualize here, I just did a signal of me using my hand in a rotation, yeah, explaining did. a window being rolled down. Open. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle? Least favorite one, uh, I would say... Toyota Tercel. No, that <laughs> car was a beast, man. I'm sure you never got stuck in the winter. Never got it. stuck. Yeah. Never got stuck. If I got stuck, I, I actually with went winters? out and lifted with snows, <laughs> myself. Right? Legally, yeah. you're supposed to have winters here, right? Or winter no, tires. No, but just the, 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 these Tercels never really got... St- wow. They were really able to wow. like sneak out of everything, right? Worst car right now, I would say it's one of my cars I have. My Jaguar. Worst car ever. Why? It's an old man's car. That's an old man's Jaguar. car. <laughs> what are you doing driving an old man's car? Uh, no, it's a. It's, in fact, it's, it's a new Jaguar. As just said, I've been to the dealership. I think it's. A, I'm the best client. I'm just kidding. But yeah. honestly, I've been in. It's a diesel one. And it's just been problems, 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 problems all the time. But uh, I'm, it's actually for sale. If ever, <laughs> <you know. laughs> which one? Which one? SUV or car? Uh, car. The car. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the Jaguars. No, me neither. They're nice cars, but they break down. It's the worst shit ever. But, but they've always had like that history. Is, they've always had that history from yeah, the well, 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I think it's a classic. I mean... I think they're I, not built for this weather. I think a lot of the cars... They're built that for are British weather. Yeah, they're not yeah, it's rain. It's this yeah. weather, man. It's fifth fret. Oh, yeah. What, what, what construction sound or noise do you love? I love the way the gun hits. Like when, you, when you're building roughs. Just the, 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 the so framing nailer. Yeah. Yeah. What construction sound or noise do you hate? I'd say the generator. That's loud. When, when yeah, I started, like back in the woods, right, the bill of rough, and, and then it stops. <laughs> it's quiet. I do bring and it in, though. I do bring it in when the neighbors are assholes to me, and I just put it on oh, when I don't I need it. Yeah. I don't need it. I bring it's it in. It's to plug my head dry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Maverick, Musk, what? Bezos? He, he does them all, man, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> um, what else do you want to do? Oh, that's it. Yeah, Escobar, I tried a lot. N- Nicaragua. <laughs> you wonder, dude, par- parenthesis, the land we bought in Nicaragua was the drop-off for Pablo Escobar's cocaine from Colombia. Because right beside us. Now, now it sounds like he's just making no, it up. No, no, no. I have you're pictures. making it up I now. Have, I, I have that pictures. I, these people, no one's going to believe you, okay, man. I have, no, but still, I have pictures because it was the army, the land beside us, it's the army. Basically, you were dropping both, and then there's a private airport right beside, owned now by Italian, Italian people. They would drive and then go from Nicaragua back to uh, uh, Florida. I I wish I was old enough at the time to deal with Escobar because I would have designed a container that could be rat-proof to protect all of his money that was in the ground. 
honestly, the amount of money that he lost, and he lost. I know from rats eating his money, man. That's insane. That's just a different time. Rats ate more of his money than we. But hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. So, what what job? Um, (laughs) We never even got to the job. He had the job. I, I honestly, I thought about the question. what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Stripper. No, I'm <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would be, uh, I would like to say independent investor. I would love to be, uh, you know what? Retired. Yeah. That's, that's a, a nice job. You realize that most men die within four years after retirement. After retirement, yeah. Well, I'm 26. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Yo, Happy birthday, 30th. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Oh, my God. I would like to say garbage man. Yeah, garbage. It's hard. You know what's funny is that the number one answer to, for that question is always garbage, man. No, it's not. It's uh, the porta potty cleaner. Yeah, the honey man. Well, you know, I respect. I respect garbage. I respect those tremendously, man. I respect, them, for, I respect them. It's cold. And it's hot. It and it's stinks, smelly. But they say the smell. It's like it takes you one day of work to, exactly. to, to not smell. I don't think so. I well, think every no. I, that's the qu- I'm that guy that asks the garbage man all the time. I'm like, how long? He's like, no, it's not long, man. A day, a couple of hours, and. Uh, what I like is that they're, they're really in shape, these guys. If you want, like one of my friends said, I'll do it for a summer. This guy was really in shape at the end because he was running. For That's sure. Good. Tell him to make a workout video or something. <laughs> I don't know. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? A way away from that. You're fucked. You're going to hell. It's going all the way down. You're fucked, man. Well, it's 50 50 at that point for all of us, (laughs) right? It's just whatever. You get there, fine, I'll go down. Don't worry about it. Going down, hit the doorbell. Uh, Phil, thank you so much, dude. Pleasure meeting you, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Danny, for organizing fun, this and getting him on no there. No problem, man. It was this fun. This has been man. an interesting an conversation. Friend, yeah. an, old, an old friend. And Great I'm, conversation. I thought we were going to be speaking more French. I brought you in because I want to showcase my French. Oh, I want to speak Italian. You spoke French. French. You spoke French. Oh, oh, yeah. spoke a bit of French. Yeah. But Phil is super good, man. On peut parler très bien français. On peut faire un autre. On peut faire un autre. On peut faire un autre. Juste en français. Yeah, I don't. Je, moi, ça me dérange pas. <laughs> Je m'appelle Manuel. Habla espagnol aussi. No, portugais. Portugais. Fala portugais. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much, Construction and Iraq. And Iraq. And Iraq. And Iraq. And Iraq. A-N-O-R-A. AK uh, on Instagram construction.anarak and then it's p.g.a.u.d.r.e.a.u at outlook.com. Phil, thank you very much, man. We out of here. One more show to do. All right, thanks, man. Thank